For advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpupsports at gmail.com. It's time for the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports. The gang is all here gathered around the bar to bring you their opinions on the latest sports topics while drinking their favorite brews. Follow the gang on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and on cornerpubsports.com. You can also join in the conversation by texting 267-277-3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. Hey, this is Riley Tote, and you're listening to Corner Pub Sports. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Corner Pub Sports. Hey, 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 what is up, everybody? What's going on? You heard the bell, that means it mics in the house. <laughs> What is going on? Friday night or favorite night of the week? You know it well. I we got are calling yesterday or last week, but I didn't get to join. So happy to be back in the uh, in the Marston. Yeah, glad to have you back, dude. Uh, I'm thinking it might be the original trio back tonight, but we'll see. <laughs> We're missing one. I don't know where Ron is, but uh, Mike and myself, Sean, uh, here from from Corner Pub Sports Bar, uh, Bar Froth, as it's aptly named. Uh, but yeah, you know, Friday nights, obviously, uh, if you're listening live on wildfireradio.com or <coughs> cornerpubsports.com, we want to thank you. And obviously, that's a beer burp because that's what we do. We drink beer. That's right. And we talk shit. And uh, um, yeah, so that's what we do. But if you're downloading uh, on on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all those, wildfireradio.com, uh, thank you guys very much. And of course, uh, everybody listening out there, hope you guys are. Gonna have a nice weekend ahead of you, and and because uh, I tell you what, it's gonna be a good sports weekend, that's for sure, and no doubt about Great that. Too. Yeah, big time, big time. Uh, so of course we want to thank our sponsors as always, Naked Brewing, um, and Missionary IPA. It's fucking fantastic. Very good stuff. Uh, it's it's just it's so good, man. It did do a bang up job. Actually, I'll tell you about the beer I had in a second uh, there. Um, but we're going to be at Naked Brewing in two weeks on the yeah, 20th. Uh, live broadcast from Naked Brewing, uh, 50, 51 Buck Road in Huntington Valley. Of course, I'm, I'm about to run down the uh, more information for them in a second. But, sure. um, but yeah, the following day, Naked Brewing Company's Booze and Brews. We've been pushing this the last few weeks. If, if you don't have plans for October 21st, come out. Uh, it's from 4 to 9. It's the Halloween Beer Festival. There's like seven-plus breweries are going to be there. Live music, vendors, food trucks, costume contests, laser show, bonfire. Um, it's $25 to get it in advance. You can get it online at HalloweenBoozeAndBrews.Eventbrite.com, or you can go in person, uh, which is 30 bucks at the door. Uh, there's going to be plenty of uh, food there, vendors uh, on a roll. Of course, we know jam. well. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
but naked naked Bruin does it right, and and it's a it's a great spot for, for something like that. I think it's yeah, kind of hidden in the it's back. It's gonna be great. It's it's gonna be in the back. You're, they're not gonna you're not gonna be bothered by anybody. Nobody's gonna bother you. And it's it's they got that whole parking lot that you could hang out at. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be a really good time. So uh, not to interrupt the the sponsorship, but uh, Cleveland just hit a home run to tie the Yankees. So fuck the Yankees. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. So moving on to something a little bit more somber. And we, well, we also want to thank Beast Rowan Bridge as well. Um, uh, even though Mike has not had the food yet, uh, we're actually planning on doing something from Beast Rowan Bridge uh, next month. Um, we're going to be uh, doing a, doing a show from there. But yeah, so damn. Obviously, unless you lived on a rock, you know the news, and uh, you know, yeah. I mean, this was this wasn't even the worst news of the day. Yeah, it's a Tom Tom Petty man. Tom Petty, uh, Tom Petty passes away. Fucking sixty six. Yeah. Fucking heart attack. Yeah, we thought that this was uh, definitely a good song to uh, start off with. Last answer, Mary Jane. Obviously, there's one other one that definitely fits. Well, you know, we'll end with one as well. But uh, yeah, you know, um, yeah. I mean, Tom Petty was my first concert. Was it really? That yeah. was your first? No shit. Damn. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, was, where, was where was awesome. that? Where was that at? That was actually it was. It was I think it was, it was maybe it was right before eight or something. It was the uh, it was a Oh okay, okay. Oh, that's awesome. So the, yeah, the, the, this uh this out this song was on Wildfires, wasn't it? Nah. Oh no, I'm thinking of you don't know how it feels. That was on a uh, that was on Wildfire. Yeah, Wildfires. Um, yeah, yeah I saw, this was on like Learning the Fly or something. Oh okay, okay. I uh. I, I saw him uh, twice. Um, first first time I saw him was uh, he's with a buddy guy, which was fucking awesome. Buddy you know buddy guy opened the show obviously and uh, he was fantastic and telling stories in between the songs and then you know he was a perfect primer you know just you know, I only knew a few buddy guy songs but it, the, just he was so entertaining to watch and perform and all that. Yeah, great blues stars man. It was fantastic and. Uh, so then, uh, so then Petty comes on and just blew it away. I mean, every... Did you forget how many fucking hits Dude, he had? he's got like 50. He's legit got 50 hits. Just goes... Just going down the list. And then he's got like so many other great songs that you don't even hear. Like, yeah. Stuff like The Last DJ. And, you know. That that whole that Last DJ album was fantastic. That's a good album. Dude, the last two. The, the Mojo was a really, really good album. Um, and, and the one, the, the last one, Hypnotic Eye was a good album. There yeah. was a few, but I, I really, really liked Mojo. It had a, um, kind of a, more of a bluesy feel to it. Sure. And, um, yeah, there was, there was some good stuff on that one. He's got like 10 fantastic albums yeah. that you can almost listen to start to finish. Starting with like Full, Full Moon Fever is just yeah. fantastic. Uh, Damn Torpedoes. Yeah. We talked about Wildflowers. You talked about the last two. The Learn of the Fly is fantastic. Yep. Great, you know, uh, you know, all the songs into the great wide open. Yeah. Uh, man, I, I, I mean, the, the list is just phenomenal. The, the amount of the amount of songs that he came out. With. And I saw the second time I saw him was actually with Steve Winwood. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was a good show too. Yeah, um, I think I wanted to go to that one. I forget why I didn't go. That, that was fantastic. I, I, I kind of regret not, not that he's passed away, but I kind of regret not being able to go when he just came this summer. Uh, for, you know, end up being his last tour. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, I was thinking the same Unfortunately, thing. Unfortunately, but, you know. But yeah, fantastic guitars, man. Dude, fucking rock music's taking a, you know, major, major hits the last uh, two, three years. There isn't, there isn't, you're looking back, just, man, who the fuck else is there anymore? And music's shit right now, mm-hmm. out now, so, I mean, it's, you know, there isn't a whole lot more to, to come out. If you're, if you're contemplating going to a concert, man, go fucking see. Yeah. You, you don't want yeah, right. to miss the opportunity. I mean, you're not going to get that many more, it seems. Especially, you know, the le- especially the legendary bands, the bands that have been around for a while, there's no guarantees, right. you know? Although, you know, on the same note, yeah, I mean, there's, there's fucking, you know, goddamn tragedies happening when people try to go to concerts and enjoy themselves. Yeah, and that's the other part of it. Uh, that was the other tragedy of the day. Man, some fucking crazy, crazy dude. Dude, fucking, you know, yeah, the, the shootings in Vegas, obviously, and, and uh, you know, Jason Aldean concert or whatever. People are trying to have a good fucking time. You know, and this asshole, or assholes, apparently, there might be more than one. No, really? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a, a conspiracy theorist, but there was two broken windows on each, whatever the case is. It doesn't fucking matter. A bunch of people died. Right. You know, upwards to almost 60 people, and, and you know, what, 400, 200, 500 people, or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it hurt. I mean, last um, time I checked, it was probably less than that, what it ended up being after. Fucking crazy, man. Yeah, that, that just sucks, and that's just really on a call for. Why would you go after innocent people like that? Yeah. It's, it, it's it's fucked up, man. And, you know, and he, they can't figure out an agenda. You know, they can't figure out what, what happened, you know, why he did this, why he snapped. Yeah, I mean, they're digging as deep as they can. I'm sure that there's all kinds of... He owned, like, 45 guns or something, yeah. apparently. I mean, not that it makes a difference. You only need one to do what he did, but... Right. You know, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Fuck that world. Hey, you know what? That's another reason why... You know, we like getting together, and another reason why, cheers. Yeah, cheers. And everybody out there, you know, fucking uh, hug your family a little tighter. Grab that beer. You're like, "Ah, I don't know if I want to drink that. No, grab that fucking beer. You know why? Because shit like this happens, man. Tomorrow's not promised. Yeah, man. Every day above ground's a good day. Yeah, exactly, man. Each fucking day you wake up and your feet hit the floor, it's another fucking day, man. But, uh, yeah, it was fucked up. I mean, that's two instances right there. A bunch of people lost their lives. You know, in Vegas, and then, you know, a rock icon just, you know, just passes away in a matter of... Man, I was shocked when I heard that, too. Both both things, obviously. Right. I was shocked, but... No, this is, this is the Wildflowers, man. I mean, he was, you know, he does belong along, along the Wildflowers, so it's, it's really fitting. Yeah, fucking him, Roy Orbison, and George Harrison. You know, th- three-fourths of the tribal wheelbarrows are fucking yeah, gone, man. you know? But yeah, fantastic man, fantastic musician. Um, it, it blows. That one kind of stuck. You know, that one kind of stung a little bit because it was like, wow. You know, think about the rock icons that are out there. How many more are left? The icon, the Rolling Stones are still there. Sure. You the know, I, I guess the Who. You know, Aerosmith. I guess. I guess. <laughs> not much in the last twenty I years, mean, but really. But did, still, I mean. I mean. Know, I don't know if you want to call them rock, but they're in the genre. Metallica's in that, still in the genre of the iconic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, rock's rock, man, you know? No, absolutely, i put in there. You know, some of the older bands. I mean, Metallica's in their early 50s. You know, uh, Petty, was in, Petty wasn't that much older, honestly. He was in the late 60s. He Rolling Stones. late 60s. I mean, he was 66, right? Yeah, 66, yeah. Dude, even, like, if you think about it, like, fucking, uh... 
Trent Reznor's early 50s. Yeah. Marilyn Manson just came out with a new album today. He's, I think he's close to 45 or something. It's something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy, man. I want, I'm going to play one more, too. I mean, we can start talking about sports, but I just, I love this fucking song. You, you going to play Stop Kicking My Heart Around? No. No, why is that? Why would I, why would I, why would well, I do that, Mike? Because he had a heart attack, right? <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, you know. That's fucked up. Yeah. This is, might be, this might be one of my favorites by Petty. This is, uh, this is on the Wildfire Flowers album. Yeah. Uh, Honey Bee. Good fucking, good riff, man. Good fucking riff right here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, while we're on the up and up here with this song. Uh, the fucking Flyers kicked off their season this week, and uh, they're one and one right now. Yeah, up and down. The one game was really good. The other one, you know, shut out. So yeah, I mean, so so let's go. Let's start with the first game of the year, and we'll, we'll do our predictions. We didn't we didn't get we, you know we didn't get to give uh, Flyers predictions yet uh, because we had a lot going on last week, and uh, I figured this week would be perfect for it anyway. But yeah, so last week, man. Uh, or Wednesday, I should say. Uh, you know, they opened up against San Jose. San Jose was going for the NHL record for most consecutive home win, home opener wins. Oh, shit. Yeah, and the Flyers were underdogs in that game, heavy underdogs in that game, and they they uh, they came out and beat them five to three. Fucking Wayne Simmons, Wayne Train, baby. Yeah. Fucking Wayne Train. I haven't got to do this one in a while. And the Flyers are going on the Pico Power Play. Yeah, hey, dude. He he was he's on the second line now. Who is on the first line? Now? So the first line's Couturier, uh, Borchak, and um, Giroux. And Giroux. Right. Giroux's on the wing now. Who's uh, Couturier's playing center? Yeah, Couturier center. Yeah, center. And then the second line is Simmons, the kid, Patrick. Wow, he's on the second line. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? And, and and like you know, Simmons obviously is, is uh, it, it's paying out for him. I mean. Last night, of course, they get shut. They get shut out against LA. Um, is LA well? Was LA projected to be good again? Or I don't. I don't know what's going on with the Kings. Um, look, they still have Jonathan Quick. You know, Jonathan Quick's still a good goaltender. Obviously, yeah. He proved that last night. I mean, he still has it. The uh, Flyers. I don't think the. I'm not going to say the Flyers played poorly against the Kings, but um, did you say I have to watch it? We. I watched the first period. Yeah, and, and the same San, San Jose same thing. Dude, I, I get up at five thirty. It's a little, <laughs> a little early, up, but I'm, I'm but they didn't look they didn't look bad. Their defense looks solid, and and uh, Elliott looked good in the first game. And Norworth, I mean, he only gave up two goals. I'm assuming he looked alright. Did you see the save he made? Nah. The glove save, dude. It was a uh, tic tac toe type of play, right? They're coming in on Norworth, and he goes from his right to his left, split, full split glove. <laughs> Dude, it was a goal. It, I'm watching the highlight. I'm like, oh, this is such a – oh, my God, it's not a goal. Like, how the hell did he save that? Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Uh, it was a phenomenal save. Phenomenal save. Man. But, you know, there's a, there's a lot of potential with this team. And I think this is a good segue to maybe kind of give our predictions and, and give our outlook on the team. Um, you want me to start or you want to um. – yeah, I mean, you can start. I'll, I'll build off of what you're saying, I guess, or at least, you know. Okay, so my feeling, when you're looking at an offense, you know, you got moving Giroud to the, line, the, the uh, wing. We, we had John Bork on a couple weeks ago who was absolutely phenomenal, and, and he seemed to be in favor of the, of the move as well to, to put uh, Giroud on the wing. Um, 
you know, let's try something new. You know, new, some new blood, see what happens here. So, I think that could add, you know, that can add a spark. Um, putting Couturier on the first line is a little surprising, but you know what? Maybe that's what he, maybe that's something he needs because he was always on the fourth, third line. You know, he's a great penalty killer. He's a great two-way player. Um, you know, having him and Giroux on the same line means that line might not give up that many goals this year. Um, was Drew known as a great defensive yeah, player? He's a good defensive player. Yeah, I mean, he. So, so between those two, and, and then, of course, Vorchek on the other side, obviously, is always a. You know, it's probably a good thing. Um, and then, you know, like I said, on the second line, there's a lot of potential. Nolan, you know, Nolan Patrick, I, don't th- I was not surprised that he made the team. Um, I think that when you're picked second overall, you better have a good chance at making right. You better have a good chance at making making the team, and he's getting his shot. And um, you know, centering the second line of a NHL team. Uh, hey man, you know, good luck. I, I hope it works out for him. But you know, I don't expect too much out of him this year, to be honest with you. I mean, I think this is you know he's so young. Yeah, he's got to prove himself a little bit, or he's got to learn his way a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, uh, without a doubt. Um, you know, and rounding it out, I mean, I, you know, the power play should be better. I, I, I would, you know, going defensively. Um, now, where's, is Konechny on the second line? Is he? The he's on the third. Oh, yeah, he's, he's on, on the third. third. So yeah. is Shen the other one? Is it Simmons, Shen, and, and I, I guess Patrick or? Uh, the wow, yeah, yes, no, no, Shen, no, Shen's center, right? I'm gonna bring up the lines. Um. But yeah, I mean, so so you know, defensively, I, I think Ghost, you know, Ghost hopefully comes back, comes back a um, little bit stronger. Yeah, I mean, I I would, you know, he had a really really nice second half of the year last year. So did they, and they didn't bring up any of the, uh, they didn't bring up Sandheim or Morin or, or the. Uh, no, but so Morin, Morin and uh, and Sandheim both made the team. Um, they both did okay. Yeah, they, they were um, they were both scratched uh, the first game. And forgive me if I'm wrong. I believe um, I believe Sandheim was 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 active last night. Okay. Um, so I I think that that's that's kind of what's been. Uh, now there's isn't there is there one other defenseman one other bigger defenseman that's still down down the minors. Yeah. Well. All right. So here's your lines real quick. Uh, so it's Couturier, Giroux, and Vorchak, right? It's, oh, I'm sorry. It's Wheel. Duh. Jordan Wheel is is on the wing. Uh, Patrick and Simmons. No shit. Yeah, that's that's the second line. I, I I'm sorry. I don't know how I forgot about Wheel. Wheel, dude. I'm telling you right now. I'll make a bold prediction. I think Wheel scores 25 goals this year for them. Yeah. Um, he showed a lot of promise last year, and he's a, he's a hardworking player. That's and right. I, didn't I, they, obviously, did they get him in the trade at the trade deadline, or was he a, uh, or was he a free like was he? Uh, well, he was he was uh unrestricted free agent. That they got last year. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but he's uh, you know, up and coming, man. I, I don't know. I think I think twenty five twenty five goals is not out of the question for him. Connecting's on the third line, like I said, but he's not. You know, he's. I'm sorry, he's not center. He's he's playing wing. He's uh, Philipula is center, and, and it's with Weiss, uh, Dale Weiss, and then Scott Lawton, Tyler Lear, and uh, Michael Raffle is the fourth line. I love Raffle. Uh, Raffle's Raffle's another player that. You know, he it just he's the guy you can count on the kill. Um, he, he just he's another good two way player for right. them. And then defensively, uh, which I was going to get to, McDonald, yeah, with Provorov, 
Um, yeah, nobody likes McDonald. No, you know what it is because he's overpaid. You know, just uh, that's what and they're ki- stuck with him. Yeah, that's what kills it. You know, it, it well, kind of sucks. They, why did they give him such a big contract? They had to. I mean, because like they were desperate. First of all, I mean, this is two years ago. I guess it was now. It was just was second, he, I guess he was coming off like a good season or something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was solid. He was a solid defenseman, but yeah, completely overpaying for him. And he misplays pucks all the time, and and, and it just and, and, and when you get a high play, high priced guy that comes in and does something like that, it kind of reminds you of like it's kind of like the Chris Gratton syndrome. Unfortunately, right? You know, it's like. Here we, you know, here we are. We're throwing money at a guy who can't fucking play here, right? You know, it, it's which isn't it, it, it's not untypical or untypical. That's not right. <laughs> it's not. It's not not typical, I guess. Uh, atypical um, in this town for someone to to get overpaid and and to come in and not perform up to their contract. You know, we see it all the time. Yeah, it's maybe we're being a little unfair with McDonald. I tell you what, I'm. I don't know. I think I'm better off with with him with Provorov than another rookie. You know, rookie, and you know Provorov's only in the second year. I'd rather have a veteran next to him. Right. Yeah, you, know, you got Ghost and Hat. You know, Hag is is the uh, is the second line, is second parent, and then Sandheim and Gudis is the third. This was last night. Right. And um, yeah, uh, San um, Marin was. Uh, Scratch, healthy scratch. Right. So. Okay. So that was a line last night. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. It's um, I just don't understand why they're not trying to go for um. I I, I can't I don't understand why they, they're not going after some free agents. You know they could probably use another defenseman. Um. Just to kind of help the young guys, like a a team in type. Um, and then they could use, you know, on both sides of the ball. I mean, they could definitely use a score or, you know, somebody to get some offense, you know, give the offense a boost. Are they strapped salary cap-wise still? Or they're, what's, what's their they're, deal? They're a little cap-wise? bit better off than they were last year, but they're still a little strapped, yeah. I mean, you know, they signed Elliott. Um, you know, that was, their, I guess, their big signing. And he wasn't, unquote. like, a huge No, like, I mean, he, he he's a little bit of an upgrade um, over – you know, over Mason, I think, who also <laughs> Mason got smacked around last night. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm sorry, we're having a. Apparently, we had technical issues. Uh, Seth was trying to log in. He said he was hearing music. It's probably Tom Petty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think that they're not as strapped as they were last year. No. Um. Are they getting like? Are they trying to get out from under some contracts? Oh yeah, What's their, yeah. What contracts uh, are they still trying to get out from under? <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> wow. You yeah, mean the guys that guy. left? Uh, guys that left. I, I think they're still paying Briz. Are they really? I think so. Yeah. Jesus. I th- yeah, I, I think he's, he's he's counting against the cap. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but it's a couple they, more years. I think he's like twenty twenty or something crazy like that. I'm just trying to figure it out. I mean, you know, it, it's. Shen making a lot of money. Is Simmons Shen, making a lot Shen's of money? Shen's making decent money. I know Warren Check's making. Right. And Giroux. Yeah, maybe Giroux's kind of strapping him a little bit. Yeah, I, I, they're, like I said, they're, they're a much better, they're a much better spot than they were in previous seasons because they're going through the youth movement. Um, 
I don't think that there was much out there for them to go after as far as free agents go. Right. Obviously, their big priority was signing the goaltender, which they did. Um, you know, letting Mason go, keeping Norvirth, and of course, you know, you got these kids coming up. You know, Stillars, of course, is 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 injured, but they have a couple other kids down there that are that are looking to make their way up to to the, the big club, and and probably will at some point this year, uh, barring an injury, which you know, eighty two game season is probably going to happen. Someone's going to get hurt more, more than likely, right. um, unfortunately. But it, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll see. But I, I guess you know, I guess we can give our predictions for the season. I mean, we we didn't get to do this last week, like I said. Um, you know, I guess. Do you think they're a playoff team? Um, no. Um, they they weren't a playoff team last year. They're moving towards some moving more towards youth, which is good for the long term, but in the short term is going to be a bit of a struggle. And even if they improve a little bit, they they were bad enough last year that they weren't even really in contention. I think it's a long way up. Right, so right, right. maybe they improve a little bit from last year, but it's still not good enough to make the playoffs is what I would say. So you think they're like an on-ranked team that just can't get in? They're, yeah, they're a team that's probably in it for the last, like, let's say week and a half, and then, you know, mm-hmm. but, like, on, you know, like, needing a miracle the last, like, at, like probably, like, two weeks left in the season, they need a miracle, and then they're eliminated probably, like, with a week left, you know, back, like, three, four games from the team, the, the eighth team that makes it. All right. I mean, I'm you know, it's – I'm not going to kill you for that at all. I, I think I think they sneak in. Okay. Um, I think they sneak in, and maybe it's, like, a seventh or eighth seed. I do think they made the playoffs. I think the youth movement is a good thing. We've been waiting for a while for this. I agree. That the, it's a, I, you know, regardless, I, I agree the youth movement is the right move. Yeah, I mean, the the, uh, the fresh blood back there, uh, especially defensively, one of those kids is going to get sent down um, at some point soon because they're not going to keep having him as a healthy scratch. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, for arbitration reasons. What good is that? Yeah. Right, it's not doing anything. Uh, so, so they end up doing that. They'll end up sending one of those kids down probably, I mean – Man, you know, fucking Sandheim's playing well, but Morin's such a fucking brute, man. He's such a big dude, and like I remember, they drafted him like fifth <laughs> or sixth <laughs> or something. I mean, he was a high draft pick, and like three years ago, and like you've been waiting and waiting. He was like, you know, uh, like the uh, raw. He's the still stronger, you know. Obviously, he's still raw. Pick. I mean, they've really had to. Uh, those how kids, long? Those how long is he gonna be fucking raw for? For Christ's sake. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, usually a week or two. Oh, the kid playing. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, we're all dogging it. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it. I agree, man. Like, how how much longer can you wait for someone like him? Uh, you know, I don't know. I, but he made the club. He he played well enough to make the club. I'm not gonna say he's not ready, but you gotta right. give him his chance at some point soon, right? I mean, I would think. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they sneak in as a seven or eight seed. I think around eighty-five to ninety points is not out of the question. Uh, you know, based on because of division winners and all that stuff, you know yeah, that's yeah, why they're yeah. probably lower in the in the seating. Wild card, two <laughs> well, or something. Yeah, well, wild card yeah, one, whatever the wherever. fuck it is. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they're definitely more improved than last year. I I think. Um, just all around, I just think the goaltending's a little bit better defensively. Like I said, bounce back season from Ghost would be nice. Uh, and offensively, I think they're gonna be better. Um, especially Nolan Patrick, Konechny. Uh, the young, you know, young kids kind of. These guys don't know how they are yet. You know, right. the, the opposition doesn't know. 
and uh, you know, I mean, they can sneak by a few teams and 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 uh, get some pucks in the net. Yeah, that's another contract that they got now from under last year to put them a little bit better. Straight, mm-hmm. they paid straight pretty well, and, and now he's gone. Straight was the, the name I was I was freezing on earlier. I couldn't stand him. I thought he made. Um, I know he's well respected and, and so on. He's been in the league for a while, and and you know it was him teamed up, I guess, with Ghost for a little while, and then Provorov, and which made sense. Right. Yeah. Get the veteran with the young guys. Right. But um, I just felt that he was he was done. Like he. I didn't really see much from him last year. I remember, uh, you know, going to some of the games, man. He just he looked so much slower than some of the other players out there, and yeah, you know, turnovers deep in his own end, and 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 all that. It was just it was brutal, and uh, I was glad when they traded him. I got to be honest. Yeah. So they didn't get much for him, and then they no. turned around and traded him to the fucking Penguins, <laughs> yeah. and he got a ring. And he wins a fucking cup. Which I don't like. Hate the guy for winning the cup. No, I just no, hate the Penguins no. For winning the cup. Like, yeah. I didn't like. He wasn't a guy that I despised, and it was like, fuck him. I don't want him to win. The I just cu- said fuck the Penguins, and I don't. The want Penguins him. did lose ten to one last night to the Blackhawks. I know. I heard about <laughs> That's that. That's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, that is great. Although yeah. they they still have the the cup, so you know. So anytime that you say, "Hey, you lost ten one," they say, "Yeah, but we won the cup <laughs> yeah. last year." And you're just like, yeah. Yeah. How about how about that? Yeah. So fuck you, Brian at Naked. <laughs> <laughs> now he's actually kind of down today. He's like. I like the Flyers squad, but my team looks like shit. <laughs> he says to me, Brian and Nicky Brown. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, so we just, you know, we, we paid a little tribute to Tom Petty. I had a beer tonight at Nicky. It's a one-off beer. It's a one-time brew, and that's it. Tom Tom Petty Stachio. So I guess they did they brew that like right after they heard about it, or what? yeah, they did it. They did it last night. They came out with it. I I don't know. How did they pull it off? Oh, I didn't. Dude, I, I thought it took. I thought it took more than a couple days to brew a beer. I don't know. It's an American wheat with uh, with uh, a little bit hint of pistachio, and the, you don't taste. Pist- and it's a fucking weird sounding beer, right? Right. But you don't taste it until it's over. Like you drink it, it tastes like a normal wheat beer, and then afterwards you kind of taste like, oh yeah, there's the pistachio yeah, awesome. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, you know what's the difference between eating peanuts at a, at a beer? I said peanuts. Nuts. You know, and and having some, you know, uh, or pistachios in a beer, it's the same thing, right? So yeah, it's kind of a decent combination if you really think about it. Um, and it's so faint. Pistachios are fucking awesome. So anyway. faint. Yeah, it was really good. And uh, Tom Tom Petty Stachio, and and they were all big fans of Petty, and, and Brian's a big fan. He said so. They went to kind yeah. of play, pay tribute to him a little bit, but <laughs> I don't know. Do you, do you know anybody that hates Tom Petty? Can no, think of, like everybody. No. Who, who the fuck? Petty. Who the fuck can say? Uh, yeah, who who the fuck can say they hate? They don't like Tom Petty. He was he's real humble guy, you know. Had that southern drawl a little bit, and just jammed out. Didn't take himself too serious. Played a, you know, good guitarist, but you know, kept it simple. Knew yeah. what worked, and you know, good storyteller. Fuck. Yeah. Fucking. You know. All these fucking guys are dying. Bowie. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bowie. Lemmy. You know, Lemmy died. Fucking Chester. Chris Cornell. Even Prince. Tom Petty. Prince. But fucking Bon Jovi still walks the earth. Yeah. Fuck you, Bon Jovi. Jesus. Fucking asshole. That was great, though. You're like. 
So I put a thing on Facebook, and people were like, oh, how can you say that? He's a nice guy. I'm like, did you hear about the time you gave a teenage girl chlamydia? (laughs) (laughs) What did I I say to you? You said something like, oh, man, he's a decent guy. Yeah, but you haven't heard about the time he ran over a bunch of kids on his way to a hair appointment? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty funny. No, I, I was I said that I, I couldn't stand his music, but he's a decent guy and you know doesn't yeah, love I, I know, I know. And then I followed yeah, it up fuck with him. I was I followed it up with no, but in real news he did say that he'll be there every I'll Sunday. Be there every Saturday. I'll be every Sunday, the ladies. Just fuck up. Yeah. That was Fuck you. That's why I hate Bon Jovi. That's Dennis Leary, this is fucking twenty five years ago. Dennis Leary had the best line. He said, Steve Ray Vaughn is dead. And we can't get John Bon Jovi in a fucking helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's true. Fuck you, John Bon Jovi. Speaking of Dave. Speaking of Dave. That's a Dave clip. It's a unicorn. There's the other Dave clip. I got a poem for you, Dave. You know, Dave who uh, blew me off because I have plans tonight. There once was a fellow named Dave who dug up a... (laughs) <laughs> dug a whore up from her grave. She was moldy as shit and missing a tint. Tit. But think about the money he saved. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's rough. Eh, fuck him. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm speechless. Now, nah, Dave, you should have been here, though. Stop! Okay, keep doing it. Yeah! <laughs> All right. Giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> Fucking Sean. Uh, um, All right, let's 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 go to some Sixers. What do you say? Sure, let's do it. I got the Barkley jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocking the Barkley? Yeah, rocking the Barkley. So the Sixers start preseason basketball a couple of nights ago. Yeah, they are. I got preseason baseball on, or pre-season, postseason baseball on right yeah, now. That's, that's Skipping the preseason game. basketball. Yeah, because everybody's out except Ben Simmons. Yeah, so, well, yeah, it's basically, yeah. Uh, Sarge hasn't played yet, right? Um, if you want the Sixers on, just hit the last on the controller if you want. No, no, I'd rather watch the bottom of the ninth inning of the uh, postseason. Are you game. sure? You don't yeah. want to watch preseason? Sixers, Celtics? Yeah, I'd rather watch the Yankees lose in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Sixers, uh, you know, start off, uh, they, you know, it doesn't matter if they won or lost, right? But it's just a matter of how they, how they played. And, um, <laughs> yeah, they did lose. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you got to see J.J. Redick on the floor. He nailed a couple threes. Simmons, right from the jump, um, made a couple of really sweet passes. Uh, you know, he looked good. Like I said, Sharge didn't play. Mar- Markel Fultz looked a little lost. Yeah, I heard yeah. he he, uh, he didn't have a great start. No, um, I think he was like two for fourteen shooting. Jesus, something like that. Yeah, uh, you know, but he, he'll find his way. I mean, he, yeah, he's nineteen years old for Christ's sake. I mean, yeah, I'm not really worried about I'm, one game. You know, I, you know, it's funny. I said to my wife uh, while we were watching the game, I said to her, I said, I said, when's the last time a team took a player number one, and he's not even the the guy you're talking about on the team. He's not even the second guy you're talking about. Or the third. I mean, uh, think about it. He's st- not. I mean, maybe Simmons Sarge and Beat Sharge, uh, uh, you know, Redick. More people are excited about those guys. I don't want to say excited, but you're you're getting more conversation generated from those guys than you are about Markel Fultz. Fultz is a guy who I, I think fits in with this team perfectly. He's just, he's 
He's going to take some time. You know, he's going to have to go some gro- through some growing pains. It seems. It's fucking crazy though, because Simmons also has not played a real NBA game until that preseason game. He played summer league. And did he? Play, did he I guess he didn't. Did he not play preseason last year? Did he get hurt right before? He got hurt right before started? preseason. Yeah, he yeah. got hurt. I mean, it was September. like I wasn't sure if it was right before preseason or right before the regular season. What are you opening up, brother? Got the spiced wheat. Oh, so good. The pumpkin or the whole, I don't want to call it, not pumpkin. It's singers. No, no, it's um, gingers. Gingers. Yeah. Well, fuck. If you could write a. It wasn't me. It was the bartender. Oh. Come on, man. Gingers, spiced wheat. English, motherfucker. English. English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? <laughs> Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, ginger spice wheat. It's, it's really good, dude. Really good. He told me not to call it pumpkin wheat. Um, yeah, apparently the uh, Jason Tatum went through a two-handed jam. Ben Simmons comes back to the other end, responds with an alley-oop in the uh, preseason game. But, anyway. What, he responded, did he catch the alley-oop or throw it? Was he the pitcher or the catcher? That's, that's all I'm really asking. Throw, he threw down an alley oop. He he dumped oh, okay. it. Yeah. But the big news, the biggest news of the uh, of the week for the Sixers, is that Joel Embiid has been cleared finally, fucking finally cleared for five on five full court. Dude, you know what though? So in other words, the the, the um, his uh, you know what that is? It's good. Yes, it's good. But his is. um, God, why can't I think of it? They, they got to negotiate for him for fuck's sake. For Embiid? Yes. Oh, I know. No, it doesn't matter. I'm talking about the name of just the person that negotiates. Attorney, what the fuck is it? GM? Agent? Agent. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yeah, his agent. Beer on the brain. Yes, he he, he finally let the the agent finally let him play and and said he wasn't hurt anymore. It wasn't that, dude. They were being extra cautious. He had to be cleared by team doctors. Look, the, the surgery he had usually takes a few weeks. I, I, I get it. But you know what? For a guy who missed the majority of, you know, he missed two years and only played half of one, not even half of one, you had to be cautious with him. This contract year, what's the point of rushing him back? Now that he's back, preseason just started, he's, he's ready. He'll end up probably playing a few games at the end of preseason. There's only five games, so there's three games left in preseason. He'll probably play the last two games. You know, and yeah. then just to get him in game shape yeah. and then start to see. He'll be ready for home op- for the uh, season opener. Um, in theory, assuming that there's not a setback. Right, I would hope not. I mean, the motherfucker's I playing tennis. I don't he's, think he's – yeah, that's true. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, he's actually a pretty good tennis player. I they, call him, they call him the Black Roger Federer. <laughs> he called himself that. Well, all right. He calls himself a lot of things. He was at the Eagles game that they made the 61-yarder. He was all fucking fired up. And Dude. Actually, speaking of that, I'm glad you brought that up. Because of that, he posted a video of himself, and I wrote something to him. Uh, that's he, right. He now follows us. Joel Embiid now follows Corner yeah. Pub Sports. Cheers. Welcome, Joel. So, fuck that. Hopefully, you listen. Wow. He just – did you see that? The no. pl- When's the last time you saw a player overrun second base? We're in the ninth inning of a fucking postseason game. And he overran. No, he didn't overrun it. Oh, yes, he did. No, he was, he was out anyway. Oh, he was out. All right. Then he's hugged him afterwards. Although he still should have slid. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It, there's no excuse. He's got a slide on that. Yeah, it was pretty bad. 
Wow. I, I, I looked up and saw the tail end and see him leaning off the base and got tugged, and then he patted the guy on the butt, like, saying, all right, you got me. I'm like, don't fucking tell me you just overran second base. No, but apparently he didn't. No. Still a bonehead move. But. Yeah, still. Uh, by the way, I want, I'm going to give a quick shout-out um, to Wildfire Sports. Of course, the rejuvenated Wildfire Sports. That's right. Uh, thanks to 215 Live. I'm going to give a big shout-out to 4th uh, and Go. Those guys have been uh, supporting us. The whole time. Um, yeah, retweeted it. They're listening in right now. So thanks, guys. Cheers to you. Yeah, absolutely. Here, cheers. Cheers then, man. Uh, cheers to you guys. Uh, of course, the uh, fourth and go guys were, were awesome for the uh, the Eagles tailgate for the home opener, setting up a huge ass bus. Uh, you know, they, they, do it, they do it right, man. They know how to they know how to roll it. Nice. So, uh, but yeah, and, and check out the other shows, uh, obviously on Wi Fi Radio. Uh, actually, Inside Corner with Leslie Goodell and Glenn Macnell. They just did their season finale um, for the Phillies, and we'll get into a little Phillies a little bit later. Um, but yeah, so they're they're done for the year until next year. So, uh, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of great content on Wildfire Radio and especially Wildfire Sports. So, uh, absolutely, we're really glad to be a part of it. Yeah, um, and it continues to grow. So we're we're just that's what she you know, said. We're growing with giggity, it. Giggity, giggity. I like growing with it. Fuck her right in the pussy. That was so loud. So yeah, so we we go from you know thacking our sponsors to to that <laughs> to so, that yeah why not so that's that's what you get with Corner Pub Sports if you haven't that's realized that yet then uh, you know I don't oh know what yeah to tell you. oh yeah flick that bean yeah <laughs> that one's never leaving the fucking soundboard <laughs> never is there there's which one has made it throughout the so which what, one? What's, what's, which sound has made it throughout the entire what time? Stood the test of time. Well, a giggity, but not that giggity. Uh, no, even the giggity. We well, we we use giggity, and then you. But I changed added it. it to I changed. The I changed a new one. Yeah, but you added it to the soundboard. It yeah. wasn't. Dude, that's a good question. Uh, as I'm looking through here, the loser horn's been on there, but I think we used to have the bump up a bum one. Yeah, we had that for a little while, but that's we stole that from someone else from another show. Nah, dude, none, no, no sound on this board has been there three years ago. This, oh, one's, this one's lasted a while. That one's been here for a while. Um, the cheer, the cheer, this one. That one's been there for a while. Yeah, that one might be, it might have been there for, has that one been there the whole time? That might have been there closer the whole time. Okay. Yeah, this one's been there for a while. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> not the whole time, no. Right. It's close. My bunch of child seems to have not been... Bunch of child. Oh, it's still on there. Okay. I'm getting text. Shut the fuck up, splat. This one, watch your. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's so they're they're texting in with what's been there. Oh yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And of course, the time that it happened, I could not not put this on. It's a unicorn. I mean, that's an all timer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The it's true and it's a unicorn. Yeah. They've been on for a while. Yeah, they're they're, they're go-to's. They're go-to's. Uh, I had a I, I I had a thought, and I think it's a good time to maybe do a collective stale beer. All right. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say. The problem is that you might be doing more talking than you. Well, you know. Okay, keep doing it. Yeah. All right, so, so I thought maybe we – I'll just let this play. I'm just going to let this play. 
And 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 you guys will get to hear for those who didn't get to hear it yet, and and we'll 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 go from there. You know, and and we'll we'll see how everyone else feels about this. Okay. Because this is this is pretty bad. This is from Kevin Coward, Colin Coward. Is uh, he was he the uh, he's one of the, he's one of the original part of the interruption guys, right? I don't I don't fucking know. He's an asshole. Whatever. That's what he is. I want to talk about the city of Philadelphia for three minutes, which has to be the dumbest sports city in America because they ran Andy Reid out of town. This is amazing. Andy Reid's won 60% of his NFL games with average to below average quarterbacks. Nobody's done that in 20 years. He got to five NFC championships and a Super Bowl with a quarterback with an 85 passer rating in his career and a 59% completion ratio, Donovan McNabb. Nobody does that. Andy Reid has won 61% of his games. That's better than Mike Holmgren, who had a Hall of Fame quarterback or two. Bill Parcells, Tom Coughlin. It's even with a legend, Tom Landry. But Andy Reid got run out of Philadelphia. Now think about that. He won four straight NFC championships. Aaron Rodgers, with a great coach, with a good GM, in a weaker division. Aaron Rodgers, eight years, three NFC championships. And he went to five. Andy Reid was bum-rushed out of Philadelphia. (laughs) By the way, 19 years coaching, 16 non-losing seasons with average quarterbacks. He single-handedly resurrected Michael Vick's career. He single-handedly resurrected Alex Smith's career. San Francisco kicked Alex Smith out of town. Who does that? Winning with average quarterbacks. Joe Gibbs, about the only one I can think of, and he's called a legend. But this is what Philadelphia does. The Phillies had Terry Francona. They ran him out of town. He's the best manager in baseball. He wins everywhere. Since leaving Philadelphia, Terry Francona has been managing 14 years. He's never had a losing record. Do you get how hard that is? Oh, they did it with Jay Wright at Villanova. Rolly Massimino won a national championship. They gave the job to Jay Wright. He's won 71% of his games. In the last three years, he's the winningest program in college basketball. It's got tough academics. It's not big and large and profound like North Carolina. It's a small private school in Philadelphia, which has a number of good college basketball programs in the region. And they've been on Jay Wright before he won that title for years. Are you people crazy? You ran Andy Reid out of town. You ran Terry Francona out of town. Jay Wright's one of the top five coaches in college basketball. You're on him constantly. By the way, Philly was originally the nation's capital, and you blew that too. Yeah, late 1700s. You probably ran George Washington out of town. I'm sorry. Andy Reid's been in the sport 20 years. He's winning more than Holmgren, Parcells, and Coughlin. Run out of town. Resurrecting careers. Run out of town. You ran Terry Francona out of town. Are you fucking kidding me with that? Are you fucking serious? I think it's hysterical. First of all, the whole hot take thing. I'm out. I'm out. Like I, I, I'm, I'm out. I don't, I don't watch any of these these shows that that pull that shit. You know, it's just, it's just not my forte. 
Pardon Interruption. Uh, what's the other one? The fucking the Screaming A. Smith one. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch. I, I don't watch any of that shit. Uh, I just. I just can't. I can't handle it. I agree. Um, but so why are we talking about it now? Well, because he just dissed Philadelphia fans, and I think you know, we look. We're not uh, as big as you know terrestrial radio is, <coughs> but you know what? We do all right. We're, we're 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 not doing too bad, right? And I think we need to speak out for the Philadelphia fan. We need to defend ourselves a little bit. You see, and I'm not defending myself against that asshole. Okay, defending our brand as Philadelphia fans. We've talked about it time and time again. I'm tired of hearing about the Santa Claus thing. I'm tired of hearing about the snowballs of Jimmy Johnson. At least he didn't bring up those things. No, which is actually kind of surprising. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that, that's but kudos to him for not having to go to the well on that. We did not run Randy Andy Reid out of town. Andy Reid was here for 13 years. Andy Reid had the most successful era in Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles football history. Okay, I don't think there's any argument about that. We appreciate Andy Reid, first of all. But we knew that Andy Reid's time was done. He was done. They were four, Maybe he forgot that they were 4-12 before they got rid of him. The team stopped playing for him. Things were looking bleak. You they, know, it was four years before. I mean, they, they made the playoffs once, I guess, with um, – They well, hired the biggest asshole in the world as their defensive – or as their defensive oh, Jesus, line Jim, coach. Jim, Jim Washburn. And then – since they couldn't and find anybody else to hire as a defensive coordinator because nobody wanted to work with this jerk-off, he had to go and ask his offensive line coach to play defensive coordinator. So Someone just chimed yeah. in on a periscope and said, Fork and Reed, he was done. Absolutely. He, he was completely done. You know, and, and everybody knows that. And everybody outside of Philadelphia should know that, except for this fucking ass clown. No talent ass clown. If the Eagles fans were the dumbest fans. Listen, you fucking asshole. See, Terry Francona had a disgruntled Scott Rowan, a disgruntled Kurt Schillen, and Bobby Abreu. That was it. Kurt Schillen and Rowan both end up getting traded. Francona, or, uh, Abreu ends up being a decent player. You know, he was, he was an all-star. I had nothing bad to say about Bobby Abreu. He was, he was a good ball player. Um... But you had nothing. You had Michael Mims, John Zuber, you know, Kevin Sefcik. That was the fucking team that Francona had. Look at the team that Francona has had now and, and, and with Boston. You know, look at the rotation he had with Boston. Look, I'm not saying well, that Francona is not a good manager. So wait a second. But but Boston got rid of him, right? So Boston ran him out of town too, right? Right. Well, why is he? I mean, I, and he all he did was one there. I mean, like yeah. he didn't like he didn't have a terrible record. So like. You know, all right, so I'll stop you here. You can... Well, you there's can one, run, and there's one more thing. There's one more thing. The Jay Wright thing. I'm sorry. I have not heard one person, not one person say Jay Wright should be out of here. I have not heard one per- ever, ever, even before they won the, the national championship with Villanova. I never heard one person say Jay Wright should be out of this town. No, I thought Jay Wright's been, like, always gotten a pass. Everybody's loved Jay Wright. Everybody thinks he's this New York banker look, and, you know, the girls all, you know, like him. He's, you know, got a good personality that everybody seems to love. Like, 
I haven't heard winning is you know winning program in college basketball. You're still he's, trying he's to run him out. That's that's him reaching. That's him completely reaching. I agree on that. Um, I don't I don't know where he came up with that. I don't know like you, you could just because you could just say whatever you want and now you know, now if you the outside to, you know the outside audience will just kind of believe it. I if guess. he wanted to make the argument like you guys want Claude Giroux out of the town, you guys want uh, you know uh, Brett Brown out. Okay, that has a little more substance. Yeah, Jay Wright was just about the worst person you could have asked. That was no one's talking about Jay Wright not being a head coach of Villanova. Jay Wright is like the like I can't think of anyone anyone that we want out less than Jay Wright or that we've ever wanted out. Like I can't think of one coach that hasn't been respected more in this city than than Jay Wright. In recent, in recently, no, absolutely not. He's done a phenomenal job with with that school. It's a small school, like he said. Right. It's a small school in Phil. I'm sorry, let me do my camera. It's a small school in Philadelphia. You guys don't respect them. I guess we probably ran Charlie Manuel out too. Yeah, yeah, you know, because they hadn't won for you know three years before they fired him. So can I say my piece on this now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So can, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Yeah. I really didn't want to talk too much about this. That was actually the first time that I heard it. And um, I think it's total bullshit, like everybody else. I'm not outraged because the guy gets paid a lot of money to say outrageous things because that's what his job is. The guy's just trying to get paid. He's trying to make money. I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I think us giving him this airtime is basically what, what it's worked for. I know. And, and I that's, know. That's why I was kind of like, I don't, like, who cares? Who cares what this guy says? Like, I'm I not hear even, you. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be outraged. I'm not gonna call him a dick. I'm not gonna like go off and be like, he's he doesn't get it. Blah 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 blah. Like, I just I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. I, don't, I am. Yes, I I'm understand. Gonna, I'm gonna call you're, him. You're I'm gonna, gonna outraged, I'm gonna call him the old cum stain that's flaked up on the couch. See, yeah, I'm not gonna do that because I just I don't think it's it, it's so irrelevant to me. It's so irrelevant to me. It's such. Like it's such tabloid bullshit. It is. It's like National Enquirer of Sports, it, right? And and all the shit that's on there. The you know him, the screaming A Smith, the you know the fucking Levar Ball's dad, or, or maybe that's maybe that is the dad, and, and the kid's name something else. I oh, it's funny you bring that up. We're about to br- we're about to talk about that. So yeah, but anyway, Lonzo, right? Yeah, Levar's yeah. the father. Lonzo's the yeah. kid. So anyway, um. Like all this stuff is just, it's it's just people talking. It's just people screaming and yelling and you know trying to find out. Hey, you know what? This let's, isn't what it's supposed to be. Let's this find is a, how it's let's a- find a top five city for a sports thing and let's rip them. And then we're gonna get all over this. Mm. I'll be on the air with every show that I want. I'm gonna have to back it up. I'm gonna have. This is gonna give me one more year of my career. But the funny part on is, that alone. and like you said, I I see what you're saying. Like what we just played, you know, helps. But does it help him? Because what we played isn't us tuning into his show, and what he said isn't gonna have Philadelphia fans tuning into his show. Private parts. Howard Stern sat there and said, "The people that love him the most 
tune in. And why do they tune in? Because they want to hear what he says next. They tune what about in for the people 15, who hate him? The people that hate him tune in for 30 minutes or whatever. I mean, I'm just pulling the numbers out of my ass. But, but that because they want to hear what he does next. So there might be some asshole. There that could be. Next, year, next week, to say, oh, yeah, now what's he going to say about Phil? Now that he caught all this shit, now maybe he's going to back it up. Or maybe he's going to double down on it. He's probably going to double down yeah, he, on it because it's going to give him better publicity. Yeah, that's true. Because we're going to scream more about that's it true. next week. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm not just going to disagree with you at all about that. Uh, so I'm just not going to give a stale beer or call him an asshole. I just, <laughs> I don't care. I just call him a flaked up old cum stain. Yeah, you can. That's all. I'm just going to kind of. That's what I think like, he is. I, Fuck I, him. I, I Like, my blood pressure did not go up one bit. I was just like, eh. I just, I shook my head. And some of it was funny. I didn't get mad. I just shook my head. I, I thought it was funny as how stupid he fucking is. Like, how out of touch and how desperate he is to try to get a riled up. Yes. You know, crowd. <laughs> I'm not riled up. I just think he's a fucking cum stain. That's all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> an old cum stain. Not even a good one. Yeah. Not even like a fresh one. Just an old batter. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple years old maybe. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if the guy really has an axe to grind or if he's just doing it because it's, you know, because it's convenient. That's going to be the name of this episode. Colin Cowherd is a cum stain. <laughs> Try saying that five times fast, by the way. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of Alonzo Ball, uh, very, very briefly, he took his youngest son, LaMelo, out of school. Oh, LaMelo. LaMelo. So LaVar, Lonzo, LaMelo. LaMelo. Yeah. Like Carmelo. Like Carmelo, but LaMelo. LaMelo. Sounds like something you would eat. Like, it sounds like a s'more. Like a s'more Car- treat. Oh, uh, Carmelo went to school at Syracuse, so he'd be like an East Coast. That doesn't... Oh, I was just... I'm just trying to... Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so he took him out of school. Um... But there was a video that surfaced of Lamelo dunking on some kid. How old is Lamelo? He's like fourteen or something. He dunks. Wait, he dunks oh, on this Levar kid. Lavar did not. Yeah, Lavar took. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. Did I say Lonzo? I I'm know. sorry, Lavar. Yeah, the dad took Lamelo out. So the kid dunks on this other kid, right? Lamelo dunks on the kid, right? And for those on Periscope watching, he basically dunks on him. And just stares him down. Like, the kid falls. He His back hits the wall, you know, behind the net. There's a right. you know brick wall. It's a school gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, his back hits the wall, and he's looking up. And Lamel's standing over him going, like, flexing and screaming in his face and staring him down. Right. And then he has to be like, a teenager has to come over and hold him back. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck's your problem? Like, right. <clears throat> that kid's fucked. That's all I'm going to say. Lamel is fucked. He's fucked. First of all, La, uh, Lamar is already saying he's better than Lonzo. Of course he is. The kid's 14 fucking years old. Okay? Now you're pulling him out of school, which is probably the worst thing you can fucking do for the oh, kid. Oh, he's pulling him out of school so he can go into, like, basketball I, camps or he's whatever. He's teaching him private, privately, and, yeah, he's going to do basketball camps and all that shit. And uh, I just, I don't know, man. This, this fucking family... They're, they're worse than the fucking Simpsons. Oh, speaking of the Simpsons, O.J. Simpson. He's out. The juice is loose. Not only is he loose. It's true. I said he's loose. Giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> not only is he loose, or not only is he. You're a crumb creep. But he's already dating. He's okay. He's dating an Oakland Raiderette. <laughs> Good for him. He is dating an Oakland Raider cheerleader. And she's white. On, on, on I don't side. know. I'm assuming. But to quote our own John, 
who, of course, writes for CornerPodSports.com and has been on the show several times. John said, don't worry. In two months, you'll find her head cut off on someone's front porch. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But he's probably not right. He's probably not wrong at all. He's probably pretty accurate on that. Well, I mean, hey, look, this Raiderette gets all kinds of publicity now, so she's going to make a career out of it. Why the she'll fuck? Be, she'll be on Dancing with the Stars next year, and I'm pretty sure they get paid, right? That's Did a money. If that's, is that mo- not a money grab if you've ever seen one? Like, Seems it. I'm going to date O.J. Simpson for like a couple of months. I'm going to try to get it out of there before I get murdered. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try my best to see what happens. You know, it's a risk I'm willing to take for a couple million dollars. You yeah. know, a couple of nice dinners. Yeah. Get the suck. I don't on think the, he has any suck on the hose a little bit. I don't think that he has any money left, does he? I don't. I don't. I'm sure he has, dude. Are you kidding me? I'm sure he has a little bit stashed away. You think after all? I mean, he's not coming out poor. Well, you know, he owns. He owns the Goldman. He owes the Goldman family a ton of money. He ain't fucking paying them. He, he's. He's got. He, he's fine. He's fine. I guess. He's taking her out to nice dinners. He's holding her pom poms for, her, you know. Giggity. Yeah, giggity. Giggity, giggity, giggity. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Yeah, you know. Uh, hey, you, you look pretty good in silver and silver and black. I might want to cut your motherfucking head off. Yeah. Sounds about right. Right. Could be. Hey, we reached the first hour. Uh, right. real, real quick, before we get to Eagles talk, the Philly season officially ended uh, since the last show ended. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh. They officially ended. Yeah, officially. Mercifully ended. Dude, you know what, though? They did, they did play a little well, bit. Well, the last show, the last show we talked about Pete McCann getting canned, uh, I, I thought it was a little unfair, to be honest with you. Um, I, think, I think he should have had a chance to uh, stick around for another year. That's my opinion. Um, I don't know what you thought. We, you, you weren't on the show last week, so I'd like right. to see what um, you think. No, I, I kind of agree. I agree that it. Uh, he, he finished off well. Um, so, that being said, but I, I don't know. I could kind of see the other side of it. Like, the dude had the second or third worst record in baseball. Right, right. He, The team declined. The team that had all the young players and stuff like that got now. Worse. Did they decline because? Well, the, the record-wise, they're they're they had a worse year than than last year. Rob Rob Spears says, "Sun's out, guns out." <laughs> and J Mac, what's up, J Mac? J Mac in the house. What's up, brother? Haven't seen you in a while. Get him, Mike. I'm sorry. No. So, um, oh yeah. By the way, uh, Rob, fuck you. Your fucking team's gonna lose to the Packers. They're gonna be under 500, bitch. <laughs> yeah, what? Uh, that's good. No, he said go Ron. I don't know. Oh. Um, so anyway, um Yeah, no, uh they um so the way that the team played, I, I you know, Herrera's gotta be tough to deal with. Uh it's it's good to see them bounce back. I, I think the bounce back should have given them a, a, another year. But I agree, Mike. I, I, I thought it was a little but the but the first half of the year was so fucking bad. Now the second the second half of the year, we're seeing baseball. The second half of the year, they 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 finished one game below five hundred. Okay, they they weren't terrible. 
Um, you know, of course, you got the emergence of, you know, Reese Hoskins and, and Nick Williams and, and the young kids. Pavetta ended up pitching okay. Uh, of course, you, you, they still need some bullpen help. They still need pitching help. They need so, pitching help. So that's, really what I, that's what I was kind of going to lead at here. What do you want to see them do? To, to, you know, first of all, Reese Hoskins said, we now have a, a product that the fans are going to appreciate. Like, we now have a product that, that's going to be exciting. I don't disagree with him. I think right. they're going to be fun to watch next year. I think through April we were like, all right, I'm done with Tommy Joseph. You know, right. I think that was collective. Yeah, which is interesting because he had it. It seemed at least average and stuff-wise that he had a decent year. But then John brought up the whole wins above replacement thing and said he was like the worst starting person. He was. Or something. Yeah, he so, was. You know, uh, who knows? But obviously, but it, I, well, he played through the year, though, right? I mean, he started most of the year. Most of the year, yeah. So I guess Hoskins has taken over first? Or is that what everybody's plan is? Hoskins or? has been on first for a little while now, yeah. Well, I, th- I thought he was still doing the outfield. And then, so the outfield, you have Williams, right? You got Williams, Herrera. And um, Altair. And then you got Hoskins at first. Um, Crawford's, I guess, um, <laughs> playing either short or third. And then um, I, I guess that means that uh, Galvis is your, your shortstop. I think Galvis might Kings. be gone. I think Galvis is gone, dude. Okay. I think it's uh, – <laughs> we're getting all kinds of shit. Rob, drunk Sean. I'm not drunk, Rob. Rob said the Cowboys will beat the Eagles twice this year. And then someone, someone else, chimed, a jaw jerker chimed in and said, fuck the Cowboys. That's right. <laughs> Get them. Uh, that's good stuff. Um, Get them, Mark. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I King, you know, Kingsley's going to be a second baseman. I think Galvis is gone. Crawford's a shortstop. Franco is probably a third to start oh, the season. What the fuck? What? Franco. He's going to be back. He's fucking terrible. He'll be back next year. He, Dude, he's the fucking worst player on that team. I, I've kind of officially got to the point where I hate Franco. Are they going back and forth? No, he said, wait to fill, <laughs> wait to fill out that jersey. <laughs> oh, the round man, the rebound. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good shit. Oh, man, I love Periscope. I love Twitter. I love uh, all that shit. I love you guys listening. Um, you know, we try to be as interactive as you can. It's kind of hard with two people, but we try our best. And I'm sorry for out there and the you know people listening going, "What the fuck's going on?" We try to keep it as interactive as we can. Of course, if you want to, if you really, really, really want to interact, you can text in at two six seven two seven seven thirty four zero six during the show. And, uh, you know, obviously we get your text messages right away because we're not always on Periscope and shit. So uh, that's always an, an easier way to do we it. We used but to have a producer. We used to have a producer. Where are you, Justin? Justin! So what he's do you want to... I hope he still listens to us at least. Yeah. What do you want... Jar Jar Gers, right. Naked Bruin on the 20th. We'll be there on the, in two weeks Two right, weeks from, uh, from tonight. Good we'll to be at you, Naked buddy. Bruin. It's good stuff. Um. Yeah, so what do you want to see the Eagles do within the next with the, with the, the Phillies off, do. The, what'd I say? You said the Eagles. I'm sorry, the Phillies. Jesus. What do I want to too see many, them do? Too many growlers. Um I mean Sonny Machado would be nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Be nice. Um I don't know. I mean, is there is there any pitching out there this year? 
All right, so I'll get you the list if you want me to look it up. I'll have to log off of Periscope here, but um, I'll go through the free agent list. Okay. Real quick. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Peace and out, homies. Yeah. And uh, you know we'll go through we'll go through the free agent. We did this a couple weeks ago, but uh, you know you weren't you weren't on, and a uh, couple a couple other people were asking about this too. So you asked, so no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know. I'll be honest, I don't think that the uh, I don't think that the class is that great, to be honest with you. It never seems great though. Well, I mean, look, you're you're talking about you're talking about uh people that are long in the tooth. You know, you Darvich is out there, he's thirty one. Jake Arietta is a free agent, he's thirty two. Wow. Mike Mustaskis is twenty nine, Wade Wade Davis is thirty two. Eric Hobsner, you know, or it's just a fuck. I asked for pitchers. Oh, they're giving me all uh, free agents. Oh, he's out. Oh, Yankees, big uh, big player. Yeah, so Jake Arrieta is out there. Um, as far as pitchers, man. Dude, there's not, I'm telling you, there's not that many. Yeah, you Darvish is interesting, but I, he, he got old fast. Lance Lynn is out there. Um, he's a 333 career ERA uh, pitcher. You know, never had an over four ERA. Uh, Johnny Cueto is out there. Johnny Cueto, he's another one that's got to be in his middle. The, there's, there's not many. I mean, there really isn't. There's really not at all, man. Well, pickle. Man, got a lead guy, bottom of the, or top Bo- of the eleven. Top of the eleventh inning, yeah. Lead guy on second base. It's a pinch runner. He gets picked off at second base on a snapback throw, on a bunt attempt that, you know, on a pitch that the guy pulled back on. Pretty dude. I love playoff baseball. Well, playoff uh, so, anything's great. Yeah, it is. Uh, except for basketball. Basketball was pretty late bad last year. That's right. Last year was really bad until yeah. the finals because it was a crash course. It was. It, bad. It'll get. It'll get a little bit better now that there's a little bit of a rivalry. Cleveland and Boston should be a good. You know. What the fuck? What about the Sixers, man? They're not there yet. <laughs> Come on, man. What about the Sixers, they'll be there. Not this year. Nah. Probably, <laughs> well, you know, who the fuck's to say? Who's to say? Really? Who's to say? What if What if fucking uh, NBA plays sixty games? They're they're still not. I know. They're right. still not LeBron and you know, Kyrie what? and. Ugh. Whatever. Kyrie fucking breaks a leg and he's out for the year. Yeah, I guess if you know the you know Cleveland and Boston's plane crash. <laughs> well, you know. I will see. I I have a feeling it's not going to be the finals matchup this year. We'll talk about that next week when we talk about the NBA preview. Okay. <laughs> little little tidbit there. Yeah. Preview. So anyway, yeah. So uh. None of those guys really like. None of those guys really interested me all that much. Um, well, no, I, I agree, Mike. I mean, I, I'm not interested in any of those guys. I'm not, I'm not throwing a ton of money. No, they have to. And you know what it is? And I think Clintac and McPhail kind of hinted at this. They're going to have to make a trade. They're going to have to trade to get pitching this year. Right. I mean, look, you want to throw a couple bucks at somebody like a U Darvish or something like that? Ugh. To get you over the hump for a couple years, just to be somewhat competitive, I'm not against that. 
or an Arietta or, you know. Yo, 10.30, I, when our show ends, Dodgers, Diamondbacks. Let's go through the series real quick, all right? We, we got to get right, NFL yeah. to get to. Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Clayton Kershaw, who's had – Callie chimed in and said Pat Combs. Uh, Clayton <laughs> Kershaw is going against the Diamondbacks. All right, the Dodgers won 104 games this year despite their big slide in the, towards the end yeah, of the year. Yeah, how about that? Um, coming off a, a playing game, a win. Uh, Kershaw again, like I said. Yeah, what a slugfest that almost win was. Almost a 500 uh, – almost a 5 ERA in the playoffs, dude. He's like 4-7. Yeah. Four, seven. yeah. Uh, do you think he beats Diamondbacks, and do you think they can win the series? Who, uh, the Dodgers? Uh, yeah. Um – I mean, you know, what's it? A blind squirrel finds a nut, or you know, the sun shines on the dog dog's ass. Some like yeah. it's it's about time that after years and years and years, the Dodgers actually make the series. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna say the Kershaw figures out a way to like, you know, have his midseason form in the playoffs. <laughs> Kelly said, "Blind squirrel gives head." Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm going to say that, yeah, the Dodgers make the series. I'm not going to say they win it. I said the Dodgers make the series this year. I think Kershaw has yeah, a I, good I, playoff. I agree, Mike. I, I think they win the series. Um, I think that this is their season. I Look, I'm sticking with my guns. I'm giving you my prediction. I gave you my prediction at the beginning of the year. I'm sticking with it. I know Cleveland's been fantastic. They're playing the Yankees pretty tough right now. Um, they're in a fucking shootout right now. Eight eight bottom uh, top of the or bottom eleventh. But anyway, top of the eleventh. No bottom eleventh now. It's the top of the eleventh. Cleveland's home. That's right. So it makes it the top. It just said jackass. Who's up? <laughs> Yankees are up. All right, whatever. I misread the fucking no bottom. The fucking oh the fucking thing's, thing's red. Whatever. Fucking MLB network and their stupid arrow. You're stupid. <laughs> Sometimes I'll start a sentence. And I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Fuck. You were right. Sorry, you deserve Shut that. Shut the fuck up! Anyway, I do. <laughs> I, I've done enough bullshit on this show. Uh, the fuck was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Dodgers, Astros. That's, That's been my pick since before the se- season started. That's my pick now. That's exactly what I was thinking. I think the Astros beat them. I think Verlander, getting Verlander puts them over the top. Astros are now uh, up to two nothing on the Red Sox. Okay, so so there you go. They 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 blew them out today, eight to two. Uh, the um, the Cubs are up on the Nationals right now. I have no. That's f- an interesting series. I have no faith. Look, Strasburg's been pitching great. They're already up two nothing early in. Oh, it's getting late in that game. It's at the top of the seventh now. I have no faith in the Nationals in their playoffs. They fucking choke. They are the McNabb. They're the Braves. Of- they are the McNabb of baseball. Yeah, that was interesting, that whole McNabb thing, because I didn't ever hear, like, the stats that Cowherd was pulling up about McNabb. Oh, Cowherd? Yeah, no. I, he, I never he, heard, like, he I failed to mention that. Like, I never really... Are you calling him an idiot, Mike? No, I'm... Are you calling Callan Cowherd an idiot? No, I just didn't, you know, I, I mean... Are you calling I, I just, him misinformed? I, I just, I, I mean, you know, I don't know... If the if the stats that he's pulling up were, were accurate or not, I uh, I always thought. Are you that saying he's in in uh, complete in his argument? Well, I, I certainly feel that way, but I I don't know. Are you saying he's a douchebag, Mike? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. You yes, know, but he's, he's trying it. to make money. We got it. Um, you called him a douchebag. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, it was a it was a douchebag thing to say. I'm just not really outraged about it. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, I just didn't know. I mean, I know we're getting off topic, but I just didn't. You know, I, I thought that McNabb had great stats and had had a great QB rating and all that. He did completion. But I thought that his completion. But the Nationals are the Donovan records. McNabb of baseball. Yeah, I was thinking more the Braves of baseball, which you know happened before, but the Braves of the '90s, but in the 2010s, it's, they still won one though. Yeah, the Braves did win one. Yeah, McNabb never won one. Well, okay. <laughs> so, oh, know. by the way, didn't Marv Levy get run out of town too? Yeah, remember Marv Levy? Yeah. yeah. Four four straight Super Bowls. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> well, granted, they only have two teams, but you know, like you said, though, I think you hit it on the head. What major city can I hit? Man, Philly's doing well. They're feeling everybody good. hits. New They're York. feeling everybody good about LA, themselves. Yeah. Their seasons are start. The Sixers look good. The Flyers are starting. They 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 won their home opener. The Eagles are three one. Who's yeah. engaged enough? Yeah, yeah let me hit yeah. them. Yeah. Fucking douchebag. Hope he gets cancer of the fucking Sean, why ball are you so sack. Bitter. Don't be bitter. I told you not to be bitter about I, this. I know. Uh yeah. I, I, I know. So uh um, I'll be Ryan Sandberg out of here, Callie says. Uh the other series, Yankees Indians, of course that's a tied or it's a one one Cleveland up. Uh, but it's tied right now in the eleventh. So Yeah, it's a good game. Um but so yeah, I mean, I I have uh, Houston beating the Dodgers in the uh, the series. Houston, you know what? It'll be good. Good for Houston, man. They could use it after the hurricane. <laughs> Rich Cotite. <laughs> yeah, we did run Rich Cotite out, and he had a great stellar career afterwards with the Jets. Yeah, he he did fantastic. All right, let's change. Uh, let's change. Let's change directions here. Let's let's go to some football. Yeah, let's go to football. Fucking Eagles, man. The Eagles it? pulling off a good one. And only know, did, did and only one of us on this panel picked that game. Yeah, you were the only one, right? I, I think I I don't remember what I said, but I I know I was kind of oh, good for you. I, I think I was on the fence on that game and I probably called that that they were gonna lose. You did. It, you and I, uh actually Gary and I had, had opposite scores going the opposite way. Okay. But uh um by the way, before before we get into that, I want to ask you, uh, you, know, you got, any, got any good plans this weekend, man? You know, here we are Friday night drinking, drinking it up, doing anything special this weekend? Um, no, um, no, not really at all. Spending time with my daughter, that's basically it. What about you? Yeah, man, uh, we got a anniversary. How is your anniversary week? Yeah, anniversary weekend. Oh, happy anniversary. Uh, thanks, man. So I'm, I'm taking her to uh, taking a Ruth Chris Steakhouse. We're going oh, to the one Ruth. up at uh, KOP. Yeah, uh, no, nah, one question? in Jersey, oh, one okay. in Jersey, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm hoping it leads to some sex, man, because I'm fucking tired of the excuses. You know what I mean? I got a headache. I don't feel good. This is getting weird. You're my sister. You know, shit like that. Yeah. Kinda, <laughs> yeah. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> so you you really are going the Ruth Chris's. <laughs> we are. No, we are. Are, going, are you going with your sister? We are, are you going, going to, with your wife? No, we are going to Ruth. <laughs> no, I'm going with my wife. I'm only kidding. We're going to Ruth Chris's. I just got a text from my wife, shaking my shaking my head. <laughs> she must have heard me. 
No, I'm like, yeah, we're going to Ruth's, Ruth, Ruth's uh, Christmas for our anniversary, man. Should be a nice, uh, nice dinner uh, this weekend. <laughs> so cool. Should be a good time. Yeah, enjoy. Uh, someone said, so "Who's uh, watching?" Jar said, "How many years? Three years, man. Three years." Ah, uh, we got the we got the father-in-law. Nice. The father-in-law watching him. So, <laughs> Callie said, "Who's the lucky guy? Get the steak. <laughs> Get the steak at Bruce Chris Steakhouse." <laughs> Uh, that's good shit. It's pretty good. Yeah, so uh, let's get to some Eagles talk, man. Uh, recap that game against the Chargers, man. Um, Phillip Rivers looked like the Phillip Rivers at all getting towards the end there. It, it was starting to get a little little uh, scary there, which we kind of expected. Yeah, so basically the Giants and the San Diego game kind of had a similar feel to it, I guess, through – for the, for the most part. I mean, there, there were some differences, obviously. But um, really, uh, Eagles dominated the game, dominated the line of scrimmage, dominated the run game, really marched down the field, settled for a couple field goals when they could have, you know, could have had some touchdowns um, or, you know, a turnover like that, you know, getting back to, unfortunately, the fourth and eight turnover. They, you know, they stalled on a couple different things. And, you know, um, but – they um, so so they but they were up and they they were holding the team at bay, and uh, really um, gave up big plays. The big plays killed them. The the mistakes and big plays, the last two weeks killed them. It it did. Yep. yep. Um, they luckily they scaved the wins out. Um, so I don't want to um, I I don't want to kind of undermine that. Um, I'm not trying to make this negative, but uh, the. The great thing is that they they really dominated the games. The scores weren't indicative of the games. They, the Eagles they weren't dominated those two teams. Right. Um, they they controlled the they controlled the line of scrimmage. They they uh, which is the key. Right, and um, they controlled the time of possession, like two to one, probably B- both, both games. games, two to one almost. And um, you know, it was really it was just a big play. It was um, you know the Giants game was a um, they gave up the one scoring drive. You know. To, to make it 14-7. And then the next one was a um, – actually, to to score the first one was a uh, – they they went for – what what happened? They, they they pinned them deep. The Giants pinned them deep or something, and they, they had a three and out, and then like a muffed 35-yard punt or something put them at like, you know, short field. They scored on that. The next drive is a – Fumble by Ertz that that puts them at like you know the twenty yard line for a quick strike, and then Shepard goes seventy five yards. So three mistakes cost them the lead in that game. They fought back, won it. Kudos to them for that. Then yep. this week was um, you know another long touchdown by um, by Ty, uh, Ty- Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams. Right. Um, Keenan Allen had like a sixty yard. Um, 60-yard catch in that game. Or he had actually two 50 – he might have had, like, two long catches in that game. but He had a couple. Yeah. He had a couple. Keenan Allen had a nice catch. Yeah. So, that – and then the backup running back runs, like, 40 yards barely untouched mm-hmm. for a touchdown. Which, you know, that happens here from time to time. But you know what? Overall, dude, when you look at this the season so far through four games, quarter of the season, the defense has impressed me. The defense and that was without Fletcher Cox, okay? So, like, the thing that worried me 
I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I think a couple of those passes wouldn't have happened if Fletcher Cox was playing because they were not able to get pressure on Phil Rivers. If you, right. you know, they, they they didn't get pressure on Eli last week either. They got they they hurried Eli a few times, a few times. They stopped the run both uh, all season. They've stopped the run except yeah, for the long really run good. against Sandy, uh, Los Angeles. Well, and then um, what, what you call it? Kansas City had the long run. Well, Hunt had a lo- so they had two long runs for touchdowns. Aside from those two running plays, they've been very, very they good against been. the run. Yes, they've been run. I mean, th- those linebackers come right up. That the front, and the, the front four has been up. good, and the defense is banged up. Darby's going to be back week six. They're saying that's good. Which is Real good. that's really good, yeah, absolutely. And you know, obviously, that's a soft, soft, you know, uh, comeback. They're saying, but I was kind of thinking six or seven. So and then Jenkins is back, and and McLeod, McLeod, yeah, McLeod, McLeod's healthy. Man, I keep burping. But yeah, so I burp right in the mic because that's what the fuck it's here for. But yeah, so. Uh, I thought they played San Diego. Look, look, everybody here at the bar was 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 saying that they were going to lose that game. Okay, um, I was back and forth about it all week, and I said, you know what? Fuck this. They're a better team than the Chargers. They're going to win this game, and they're playing in a soccer stadium. They're going to and and I had a gut feeling there was going to be a lot of Eagles fans there. It was right. going to feel like a home game, and sure as fuck it, it was. It really Dude, was, yeah. They yeah. said it was like they said it was like sixty forty Eagles fans. Yeah, that's awesome. And that I is, never, yeah. I never heard any Chargers fans. Right. Yeah, I've I haven't heard that disputed. That's uh, you know the Eagles fans travel well. They're they're really good, passionate. Take fans. that, Colin, Colin Cowherd. Yeah, how come you didn't bring that up? Yeah, how but you didn't anyway. bring that up? You piece of shit. Yeah. Fucking douchebag. Get riled up, Sean. Salt and pepper haired motherfucker. So um. Anyway, yeah, no, I. I, I just it, it, I hope he's riding think, a fucking bike with no seat. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so I don't understand why the Chargers moved to Los Angeles. Apparently, they don't want them there. They uh, they just haven't caught on yet. They, I mean, they're like think about it. They've never played in L.A. You know, they were they were San Diego for sixty six something years. Right. You know, the Rams have played in L.A. before. So I you guess know, they went to San Diego and they came back to the ring. Uh, so, so I, I kind of get that. Catch on to it? I guess if they're ever good. I bet you if they had LaDainian Tomlinson to be fans. You know what? L.A. is the worst fucking What'd it do? What'd it do? LA, I got a song for you. L.A. is the worst fucking sports town in 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 uh, America. No, it's not. Well, I don't know. I, I would still go Atlanta. Miami's bad. Atlanta's too. bad, too. But they only have two teams now, right? Am I correct in saying that? They, they have the, the Braves, Hawks. Braves and the Hawks. They no, lost the hockey team. team. Yeah, the Thrashers they lost, and then um, they have the Falcons. Oh, the Falcons. They have three. Okay, so they have three out of four. All right, Atlanta's pretty bad, but L.A. is a bunch of transplants. When we're in the Phillies, played the Dodgers. Miami's not a great fan base either. Everybody got hooked on to the Heat. Eh, that was just because eh. it was a pause thing to do or whatever. I, you know what though? L.A. is a bigger town. LA's bigger than L- uh, than Miami. Right. Uh, you know, and Miami has two fucking teams in most sports. You know what I mean? And they're just well, they, they, sh- the Marlins, the they Dolphins, show up they show up the late. Heat. They show up late and they leave early. Okay? Right. When the Phillies played the Do- the Dodgers in the fucking playoffs, those fans were leaving. They were right. leaving the fucking stadium. 
Yeah. You know, in the sixth, seventh, eighth, and I, I'll never forget that. What a bunch of fucking frauds. I want to beat the traffic. I, in I a playoff ha- game, yeah. Yeah, the fuck you out of here. Bunch of douchebags. Yeah, so. Oh, we got the Atlanta Dream, too. The WNBA says Cali. <laughs> <sighs> we don't have a WNBA team. Why? Um, I don't know, because we have the soul instead. Yeah, then there you go. And we have the soul. The kicks. Two-time champs. Oh, right. Three-time champs. What's the soccer team? The Union. Oh, I'm sorry. The kicks were old. The kicks for soccer, yeah. Anyway. So, Eagles, Chargers. Um, great fan base, man. Our, our fan base is the best. We travel all yeah. over the place. Uh, L.A. sucks. Yeah, we, we got through that. Uh, beer is good. We yeah, got through that. No, so one thing that I, I definitely want to give credit to is six minutes and 22-second drive. Dude, fantastic drive. Didn't even give them a chance. I mean, so the score is only two points. But, man, when you control the, the clock, the last six minutes and 22, don't even give the team a chance to win. That's a demoralizing loss, and it's it's a dominant win. LeGarrette like Blount's, what, 65-yard run? Dude, he bitched number 20 twice. He told him twice. He pushed him out of the way, and the motherfucker got back up and chased after him. He's like, I thought you know, I told you, and fucking just You know what he said, told him? He's like, stop. Okay, keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking stiffed on him right in the face. He stiffed on him once, and you know the guy kind of backed stay? off and then ran off. You think that one's a mainstay on the uh, soundboard? It, it could stick around for a little bit. You know what that is, right? That's from my road trip. Showing him Scott when he's getting a, his prostate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> remember that movie? Remember Alex? Remember? Remember? The fuck was his name? Tom. Uh, did he die? Tom Green. Tom Green. Did he die? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe no. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, Tom Green was in that movie. That was actually a pretty funny movie. And dude from uh, dude from Rat Race was in that too. The 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 ugly dude. <laughs> the ugly dude. I don't know. Who's the, the ugly? The, the the dorky dude. Was he ugly? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe I'm talking about the star. The, the fucking. I don't know what his fucking name is. Whatever. Let's move on. Um, yeah, he's not. He, apparently, he's uh, carried John Dennis said Tom Green's not dead. Apparently, he's old and fat. No, oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> That's pretty good. Why is he calling in twice? Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. Should we take Should we take the call? No. I'm taking the call. Yeah, but he's not hooked hey. up. He's not hooked up. I'm on the air. What's up? Hey, what's up, man? I'm on the air. What's going on? Yeah. We're talking football. I thought you knew. I thought you were calling it because you knew. All right. Yeah, well, what the Bre- fuck? It's, you know, it's not like we don't do this every Friday. Brecken Meyer is a guy's name. Brecken Meyer. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> all right, we were talking about the Eagles in the six-minute and 22-second uh, ending drive. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is dead radio. All right. All right, all right. We got to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Call you back, Dad. All right, see. <laughs> the fuck? Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Lick that bean, yeah. I thought he was listening. I thought he might add something. I don't know. I thought so too. Right, well, Is, oh, oh, you are? Oh, you're on the air? Oh, all right. I'll talk to you later. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm drinking whiskey. Maybe. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, let's look ahead. So, yeah, six to minutes, this game, man. Seconds, Oh, yeah, yeah we'll, let's not look ahead. Let's, go, let's keep That's recapping. The, yeah, let's keep recapping. Well, the blunt bitch. Yeah, so Elliot looked roll good that, again. Roll that blunt. No, he Elliot did four field goals. He yeah. looked good. Carson Wentz, uh, you know, listen. The last two weeks, I just gave you a listen, by the way. You did. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've given you a listen. Yeah. That That's true. It means yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. Yep. Um, the last two weeks, the Eagles have ran the ball uh, heavily. Bounced, yeah. bounced. 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 They got a tough run defense this week, so it's going to be yes, interesting they do. to see what and, they're going to do. We'll get to that in a second. So, um, you know, it, it's put a lot of let, a lot of uh, a lot of Pressure not on Carson Wentz's shoulders and on the offensive line, and they've responded quite well, yes. uh, very well. The run blocking has obviously panned out. Um, I think we should be proud of that. Uh, pass protection is still up in the air. I mean, it seems like Carson is either – we talked about this last week. Either he's holding on the ball too long or the protection is just not quite there. I don't know. I think it might be a combination of both, to be honest. Yeah, you know what? He seems to have the as a security blanket, but maybe he just doesn't trust, especially Tory Smith. And nor well, why would you trust him? Right? I mean, Tory Smith's been a bust. The guy's drop dropping touchdowns, man. It's a good thing he's on a uh, one year incentive, you know, deal basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, all things considered, that's basically what it is. Um. But yeah, I mean, Wentz has looked good. The front has looked good. You know, on both sides of the ball. Secondary has held up their own. Uh, second, the safeties are healthy again. The, the special teams look good. The coaching, finally, I cannot criticize the coaching. I thought Peterson called a really, really good game against the Chargers. Yeah, running the ball was was definitely what the doctor ordered. The time of possession, and and like I said, the the other thing is that I bring up is those big plays that you're giving up. That's execution. That's certainly not like no, you know. No, it's it's not, not like he's, you know. It's bad play calling that leads to a guy no. catching a seventy-five yard touchdown or fumbling the ball or. You know, it's kind of funny. We, we you know, it, it just kind of sprung on me here. Nobody's talking about Jim Schwartz. You know, no, nobody's yeah. talking about Jim Schwartz. What, what happened to like how Jim Schwartz is going to take over the Eagles' coaching duties? He's doing a nice job. He's doing a nice job with this team right now. And I think people may maybe tentative because we did this last year when they were three and zero or three and one. Well, to be fair, let's yeah. they're, they're, they're three and one last year. No, they were three and zero last year. After four, they were oh, three okay. and one. Okay, and, right. and everyone's you know talking about Jim Schwartz maybe leaving and taking a coaching job somewhere. They're three and one again. The defense is playing maybe better than last year. The run defense has been phenomenal, and and based on backups and what their linebackers are doing and. What they could do this week, and we'll get to that in a second. You know, why isn't Jim Schwartz's name being thrown around more often than 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 right now? I I don't have an answer for it. I got to be honest with you. Um, because it's his second year in the role, and people are kind of used to him. Last year, he was he was kind of like the hot commodity. Yeah, but it wasn't like he's a new coach. I mean, the guy's been a defensive coordinator, head coach in the league for a while. Right. I, I don't know. I just think that. The, the newness of, you know, 
I could Schwartz have has worn off in Philly. Right. I, I hear you. It could be. Um, well, so the the yeah. other thing about that is three and zero last year, three and one this year. Last year we were way over the top excited, and this year I think we're probably a little bit more even keel. But I think because we didn't expect it last year. Right. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I'm the opposite. I I feel better. Look, there was other things that went into last year. Okay, Wentz. We didn't know how Wentz was gonna be going eight days before the season started, being named the starter and coming into the being thrown into the fire, and he and he responded really well, especially early on. Yeah. Um, you know, going on the road Monday night football in the second game of the year against Chicago, and then beating Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, and Chicago, at the time, we didn't realize that Chicago was one of the worst teams in football. Right. Uh, yeah, true. Very true. Um, and then, you know, this year, you, know, you had some tough tasks, man. Uh, i got to be honest. I think that when you co- when you collectively look at the last year's matchups to this year's, I think this year's, and I granted, I know that the last two teams were 0-8 combined. I, I, can't, I get that. But the Giants are still a division rival. The Chargers... Were they traveled all the way across the country to play and they're talented. Too. Both teams are talented. They're both desperate. Okay, and then before that, of course, you had you know the Redskins who had your number for five straight games, right? And another division game, and another in yeah. Washington, right? So you you know, you had you had tough you know tough tasks, man, to, to start the year. And to me, this. And I think completely, like overall, I think they've they've played more complete football. I think they they've played better all around in all facets of the game, and I'm not seeing as many as many mistakes early on by Peterson as I did last year. Okay, right. and I hope that continues. Now, look, I know I've bashed a guy, I and it's easy this week because they, he's played. You know, he coached us a clean game against you know the Chargers. But this week, and it's a good segue, he's his coaching tasks are me up up to uh up to question because um What do you do? What do you do? You can't run against this team in Arizona. Arizona's coming in at two and two. They they beat two bad teams the last two weeks. Um but you know in overtime Arizona has had our number, dude. Arizona yeah. has beaten us five out of the last six times. Yeah. Um actually the NFC West is one Nine out of eleven against us, or something. Wow, that's that's brutal. Think about all the Seattle games and Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's that's brutal. Uh, yeah. I mean, the line is what six and a half or seven right now. Yeah. Which is, I gotta be honest, that's it fucking crazy high. to me. I, I'm. I'll give you the score in a little bit. Okay. But I already said it's crazy. I think Arizona covers. I'm telling you right now. I, yeah. I think Arizona covers that spread. Well, that means you do think I think that the do I think win. Arizona wins or not? Well, not necessarily. But okay. do I think Arizona wins or not? We'll we'll get to that in a second. But, um, you know, let, let's kind of go through it here. I mean, let, let's, we just got done talking about Peterson. Let's start with that. Let's start with the coaching. Bruce Arians knows Philadelphia well. He obviously coached here in Temple for a while and. uh He's passed up for a job, basically. Um, I I like Arians a little bit better. I, I think Arians is a good coach. I've always liked Arians. He's a fantastic so. coach, dude. I mean, I'm going to give the nod to Arians. I am, too. I think when 
you know, we're we're getting into the uh, nitty gritty, man. Uh, I'm I'm going with Arians. I think Arians is playing call, and I have more confidence in his play calling than than I do in Peterson's. Right. Um. All right, so we'll give the coach in to the red to the uh, Jesus Christ, the Redskins, the uh, Cardinals. <coughs> Beer. Uh, let's go Eagles offense against the uh, defense of the Arizona Cardinals. Um. The Cardinals are Cardinals third, good the third in the league uh, with yards per rush. They've only given up eighty, like six yards, is the highest they've given up on the ground so far, and that's by Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Uh, so they just don't give up yards on the ground. Um, they're very stout, obviously. Their pass defense is not that great. Besides, really? aside from the fact that Matthew Patrick Peterson, Peterson, they're not that great. They're they're in the bottom half of the league against the pass. And that's with Patrick Peterson and Tyrone Matthew. Right. It's interesting. So you have that, which means to me uh, that your second or third receiver and your tight end might be huge in this game. Okay. You know, the linebackers. Aguilar and Ertz? Aguilar, Ertz, or Torrey Smith. You know, do, do Assuming Torrey Smith learns how to catch again? <laughs> yeah, right. You know that that's kind of what I'm looking at when I when I look at this this game and and look at the the, the matchups going against the the uh, Arizona defense. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the middle of the field. I'm looking trying to burn them. You right. know, I, I think Jeffrey's kind of taken out of this game. To be honest with you, Peter, Jeffrey yeah. might get a couple catches here, but you know, Garcon actually had a decent game last last week against Peterson. Uh, I was surprised. Right. Um, he had a little bit of pro- productivity, but. All right, so I, I all things considered, though, I, I'm going to give the nod to the uh, Arizona's defense in that. Oh, yeah. I'm going the opposite. I, I'm going um, – there's just – there's injuries to the to the defense of the Cardinals. They lost their linebacker. Um, the front isn't that great as no, far as pass, pass rushing. But the run run, run stopping is good, okay? So that kind of evens out, but – I think Wentz has done such a phenomenal job at, at, at finding the open spots this year that uh, I think he's going to somehow find a soft spot in that defense. He's going to exploit them. Okay. So we'll go opposite on that. Let's go to the opposite side of the ball. Arizona's offense against the Eagles' defense. No running game. No, losing David Johnson killed him. Carson, Carson Palmer ha- is having the worst, uh, except for his rookie season, the worst QB rating of his career right now. Yeah. Um, Offensive line has not looked good, even with, you know, Eric Fisher. 17 sacks. Yeah. They've given up 17 sacks already That's through four games. Be, the Eagles' defensive line has struggled the last two weeks. This has got to be the week where they they, they – Even they without eat. Fletcher Cox? He's not playing again this week, huh? No, he's out. Yeah, I think they, I think they still dominate. Fletcher Cox. Giggity, giggity, giggity. I tend to agree with you, Mike. Um, I think that – well, no, let me put it this way. I think the front can get to Palmer. Even without Cox, the the, the front can get to Palmer. I think, uh, you know, they still might get three sacks on them. Right. Hurry on them a bunch. Um, they're not going to be able to run against them. Um, the Eagles linebackers can cover, you know, the guys, anyone out of the backfield or the tight end. I'm not worried about that position. I am, I am worried about Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald has, like, eight touchdowns in, in his career against the Eagles. Yeah, he fucking kills the Eagles. 
I'm not worried about I think they're going to handle Fitzgerald, though. The guy I'm worried about is Jerron Brown. I'm not worried about him. I think Jerron Brown's going to burn him. Because you think he's just beats, sir? Well, not only that, because look at last week. Look at the week before. The last two weeks, the Eagles have gotten beaten by the second or third receiver. Right. Tyrell Williams and Sterling Shepard. Burn the Eagles. I think Jerron Brown, who, by the way, in my opinion, is more talented than the two of them. He's quicker. He's got better hands. I, I just think that Jerron Brown might have a big week against this defense. Okay. McLeod's back. He's healthy. Jenkins is back. I understand that. Maybe Jenkins can hang with him for a little bit. But I'm still, like you, I'm, I'm still going to give the edge to the Eagles defense. Yeah, I'm going to give the I'm going to give a big edge to the Eagles defense. Okay, I, I think that's going to be I think the defensive line is going to be really do well, and yeah, the receivers are are pretty. They got you know Fitzgerald always scares me, and you know Browns. You know you you brought up the good points about Brown. They have no tight end play whatsoever, um, but in general, I think that the I, I just think that the Eagles' defensive line dominates and Palmer's just a shell of himself, showing his age, and I think that that's a big um, that's a big plus for the Eagle. Uh, not to uh, interrupt our football talk, but these, uh, this baseball game between the Cleveland Indians and the Yankees, phenomenal, dude. Phenomenal. We started watching this in, like, what, like the 7th, 8th inning or something well, like that? Well, I had it on the whole time. Right, that's what I'm saying. It was on in the 7th or 8th inning. When we started the show, now it's into the thirteenth inning. It's awesome. And it was uh eight seven and Cleveland tied it. They have not scored a run since like the whatever, like the seventh or eighth inning or whatever they scored. No, actually it was the top of the was it the bo- bottom of the eighth that they scored. So yeah, nothing since then. This is awesome, dude. What a yeah. great game. Great game. Yeah, every pitch waiting hanging on, you know, every pitch. But um so yeah. So let's let's do the predictions then. Um, I'll, I'll start, I guess. Um, man, it's uh, defense is going to be tough. Um, be a bit of a defensive game. I see it maybe being a little bit of a low scoring game. Um, you know, I agree that I don't think that the Eagles cover. You know, I I think that the Eagles are due for a loss. They've traveled back and forth all over the place, and it's yeah. You know, and, and you know they're. You know all the all the games that they're supposed to win. You know that there's a game that they're supposed to lose and everything. This is but a buffer game. If you, if there's ever a buffer game this season, playing, this is the buffer game. They're playing Thursday night too, but but still, Arizona's only lost David Johnson. They own their only two wins were against two atrocious teams, and they needed overtime to do it. And they're traveling across the country as well. I'm going to say twenty three. 20 Eagles. All right, so Mike picks the Eagles to win. Could be 2017. 2017, 23-20. So a three-point game. Yeah. Um, You bring up good points. Um, The Cardinals have not scored over 20 points since the first game of the year when they had David Johnson. Um, They are traveling across country. They had two wins against two lousy teams. So did the Eagles, if you want to look at record. Uh, but I think the Eagles are a much better team overall. Dude, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I fought with this game. Early in the week after the Chargers you win. You said last week that you thought that they were going to lose to the Chargers or Arizona. There was one of these two games that they were going to lose. Right. Like you said last week. So it's going to be interesting to see what you go with there. So when they beat the Chargers, 
Uh, I was very high. Uh, I, had, I had someone come up to me and say, I'm worried about this week's game against the Cardinals. I said, why? Uh, the Cardinals suck. And then you start looking at the history of this team. Okay? And then I started fighting with that. And then I started looking at things. I'm like, well, you know what? History is history. And you didn't have Carson, you didn't have Carson Wentz. And the Eagles seem to have a different focus. And they seem to find a little bit of an identity, finally. You know, control the, control the clock. You know, make the passes you need to make. You know, try to carve up a defense by running the ball. Here's the big thing. Teron Davenport, who we've had on the show, had a great argu- uh, article this week. And you can check it out on our Corner Pop Football uh, Facebook page or Eagles Wire U- USA or whatever it is. Eagles USA Wire. I, I'm sorry. I'm fucking that up. But whatever it is, look up Teron Davenport. Look up his stuff. And um, Yeah, he, he's a great Great, he right? does a great job. Yeah, he's awesome. Teron had a great point. He said the play action could be huge in setting up this game tonight uh, on Sunday. Yeah, because they've dominated the run. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and that could be huge because their linebackers in Arizona are kind of banged up. Um, and I don't think they're going to go to Jeffrey too much, so it might open up things for Ertz. I think I'm expecting a big game from Ertz. I'm expecting a huge game. From one Tory Smith, I think Tory Smith, re, 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 you know, rebounds. I think he. I think this is his game. I think the Eagles win by seven. I think they win by seven. So you think they? Cover. I think it's. I think it's, it's like six and a half or seven or. It's six and a half. Yeah, I think they. Wow. I I've I've really turned a lot on this. Uh, I thought it was going to be a close game at points this week. I thought the Arizona Cardinals were going to win this game. But I've gotten to the point where I'm like, you know what? Eagles are a better team than the Cardinals are. The Cardinals could could barely get by the 49ers. You know, they're, they're just banged up. Palmer's having a bad year. They're coming here. They're coming here. It's about time to break that break, that, that mark, too. The win in our last five out of six, we just broke the, the charter. We haven't won in, Sandy, in, in uh, Los Angeles or California against the Chargers since 1976. Yeah. We're going to break this night, too. Okay. Schneid. We're going to break the Schneid. We're going to win. Go. We're going to win by seven. Cool. Yeah. I, I say uh, I'm going to go 31. I'm going to go 31 23. We're going to win by eight. 31 23. All right. There you go. All right. So there's your Eagles predictions. There you fucking go. <laughs> so I guess do we have time oh, to go over all the. For uh, you. Oh, yeah. We have time. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, so let's go through week five. Dude, this week is brutal. Great fucking matchups this week. Great matchups this week. Uh, Callie said 35-14, Eagles roll. All right, Callie. Eagles roll. All right, Carson Palmer Palmer is a statue, he says. So is Eli and Rivers, but I digress. This is so great. I love (laughs) it. this, this is great. It is. I'm so glad I found this to use this for our NFL. It just reminds rundown. me of like by like the earlier years. It reminds of me like, of when Chris Berman's wife was still alive. Well, I guess. I mean, I don't know. How long has Chris Berman's wife been dead? Like six months. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, the you know, just like this is before like you yeah, had the internet. When you want to find out how your fantasy team did, Yo, what you had to go to newspaper. Football, yeah, Ugh. dude. You dude. Monday PSP. mornings were brutal. 
Yeah, but ESPN, like the Sunday nights when you found out all the stats of really what happened in the game. The Sunday night football. The ESPN, that was the only show that had it. I remember, I so I've been running my league for like 16, 17 years or whatever. Dude, and like going to the Daily News, the Philadelphia Daily News, and Monday morning and going through like before work and trying to like go through the scores and like seeing if I won. I'm like, oh, I fucking definitely won. But you had to watch the highlights for ESPN primetime. No one. Who watches primetime anymore? I don't know. Did I, say I don't. I guess it, NBC I, probably right before the game. I don't watch it anymore. It was the best, Callie. That's right. All right, so let's go through the games. So, did you, so you think the Eagles don't cover, but they win? Right. All right. I think they cover. I, I I think I'm nuts, to be honest with you, based on the history. But I think there's something. It might be the beer. I'm going to go with the, the beer. beer. All right. The Bengals are three-and-a-half-point favorite, three-point favorites at home against the Bills. Uh, I like the Bills outright. I like the Bills outright. Not confidently, but I like the Bills outright. I like the Bills outright, man. Right, the Bengals haven't shown me that much. The uh, Jets and oh Jesus Christ! The Jets are two and two, taking on the zero and four Browns. The Browns are one point favorites in Cleveland. Yeah, I told you this week was brutal. Uh, I'm gonna go Cleveland. I'm going Jets. Okay. Jets' offense is not that bad. They're they're actually playing pretty well. They are playing well. But the Browns suck. Yeah. Isaiah Crowell might go off. This might be a big week for him. I got my lineup this week. Do you? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, this is a good song. This one? Yes. Yeah. Reminds me of, like, 80s porn. Now, this is... this is We talk about it every week. But this is the best. We, we're fucking... Uh, what's the, that fat motherfucker's name? Tom Jackson? Oh, uh, yeah, Tom Jackson. Tom Jackson's... Oh, that ball in the back of the own zone. <laughs> Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Mark. Jaw uh, Trigger just said, Ron Jeremy. Uh, the Panthers lines. Both teams are three and one. Back, 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 back. <laughs> Panthers and Lions are three and one. The Lions are two and a half point favorites at home. Got controversy Tough going game. on here. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, in Detroit. <laughs> Tough um, game. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take Carolina. Are you? You know what? No, I'm not. I, in, in fact, I'm going to go completely the opposite. I'm going to go. What the fuck are Detroit you doing? covers. Carolina is coming off an emotional win over the Super Bowl winning team. They are. They're, they're going to have a letdown. I think the Lions win. Yeah, I think the Lions win and they, and they cover. 49ers Colts. What a shit show this is going to be. The Colts are home and are one, one and a half point favorites against the 0 4 49ers. They're 1 and 3 themselves. So, I mean, if, if you're in suicide pool, good luck this week. Yeah, like good me. fucking luck. I I don't know what the fuck to do here. I uh, got two teams in a suicide pool. You know what? Pool. I do know what to do here. I'm going I'm going Colts. I, I'm going Colts outright. I think the Colts cover and win this game. Um, I'll tell you why in a little bit. All right, I'll go Colts. Tennessee, probably without Mariota. Oh, how about that? Going against the Dolphins in Miami for the first time. Miami is home this that? year. It's fucking week five. Miami is finally home because the first week they were 
the hurricane, right. and then they were away the last uh, couple the weeks. Second week, and then the, uh, London, London game was a home game. London was considered a home game. Uh, and keep that in mind if you're a fantasy owner of a Dolphins player. Don't fucking give up. Don't give up on J.H.I. Don't give up on Landry. Don't give up on Devontae Parker. Because if this is this is the week. And with that being said, the Dolphins win their second game of the year, in my opinion. Wow. Tennessee is favored by three. I think the Dolphins win it. I'm going to take Tennessee, especially after losing last week. They're going to want to bounce back, and Miami's not very good, so I think they bounce back. This is it for Miami. They don't win this game, they're done. Their season's over. Their season's over. But... Tennessee, this, Tennessee had a game, a winnable game last week that they ended up blowing that everybody was all excited about. Like, if Tennessee wants to consider themselves a contender in a weak division, they better fucking win this game. Oh, this and I think so fucking good. We are drinking ginger spice wheat from Naked Bro and so good. Yeah, man. This next game's a fucking barn burner. Both teams are 0 4. This one's a classic. Dun, 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 dun. Giants are here by three at home. I'm going Giants. Giants get the first win. They're more. They're home, and Chargers have to go cross across the country. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. Na, na, na. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Giants. Na, na. Right, I said they win by three, so I think it's a push. Jaguars, Steelers, division. Not division game. No. I'm sorry. Uh, Steelers are favored by seven and a half at home. Jacksonville's look good so far this year. I'm going Jacksonville to cover. They lose. I'll, I'll go with that. Steelers win, but they don't cover. I could see the Steelers losing this game. I could too. <sighs> yeah, I do too. Uh, Seattle goes to the Rams. This is a good fucking game all of a sudden, right? Right. The Rams are favored over the Seahawks by one and a half. And it's in St. Louis. In, Los, in Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm going to Seattle. <sighs> Russell Wilson pulls it out in the end. Somehow. Chris Carson's out. What the fuck's wrong with me? CJ Procise is a great pickup this week. Chris Carson's out for the year. He's got a broken foot. Huh. CJ yeah. Procise is a good pickup. I don't know what made me just think of that right now, but but that might be the guy to pick up if you're a Seattle Seahawks or if you're a fantasy uh, player looking for a running back. Yeah, I- I'm going Seattle. Uh, Ravens, Raiders. Raiders, of course, one of the cheerleaders is getting fucked by an ex-murderer and a robber uh, by, by the name of O.J. Simpson. And, and this is uh, in... And it's in... Pick up Sean Alexander, Callie says. Huh. <laughs> Right up there with... Uh, he was a good fucking running back, man. Right up there with Priest Holmes? He was a good running back. Sean Alexander was fucking dominant for like two years. Yeah, him and Larry Johnson. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Ravens, Raiders. Raiders are favored by three. Derek no Carr's Derek not playing. Car, no Derek Carr. Derek Carr's ahead of schedule, by the way. He, he might be back next week. Wow, no shit. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go Baltimore on that without Derek Carr. Baltimore needs a win. I'm going Raiders. I think right. they dominate the ground the, the ground game. I think they dominate time possession and they keep the ball away from uh, Joe Flacco. I think I think the Raiders win this one at home. If it was in Baltimore, I'd feel different. I'm going Raiders. 
The Raiders. The Raiders. My wife is dead. Packers, Cowboys. Packers are three and one. Cowboys two and two. Dallas is favored over the Packers by two and a half. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> Cowboys said pick up Bo Jackson for a Raiders game. Dude, that's a stone like. That's almost like baiting you that's, to that's, take Green Bay. That's like the line telling you something. That is a Green Bay. That's a Green Bay line. That's a Green Bay line. That's like no. I'm taking. I'm taking Green Bay. I think, I think Green Bay wins. I think it's a Dallas line in that, like, almost all the money is going to go green. Like, why no. would you? Because it's in Dallas. No, favorite, I'm picking, I'm favorite Green Bay. Favorite. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I love this. Callie's, Callie's texting it from every team we name. He's he's naming a throwback. Pick up Bart Starr. Uh, I love it. I got a good one for you, Callie, because... Be, oh, I know we're going to go to the next one. I know we're going to go in the next game. I'm going to go Packers because the home team always gets three. They're saying two and a half. Right. I'm going Packers. I'm going Packers. Packers win. Aaron Rodgers is going to carve up that defense. Cleveland Fuck. wins on a double down Cleveland. the line. And- oh, Cleveland wins the game. Cleveland is up 2-0 against the, the fucking Yankees. There we go. 9-8 in the Good 13th job, inning. Good job, Francona. There's a live update. The Yankees go down, giggity. All right, we gotta get through this. So you're saying Cowboys? I say Packers. No, no, I want Packers. Uh, Chiefs in the line. Tell me. Chiefs are four and zero against going against the Texans. Are two and two. Chiefs are only favored by one, dude. In one. Yeah, I gotta take the Chiefs. I have until to they, take the Chiefs until they lose. I gotta take. The yeah, I gotta take the Chiefs. But I'm not comfortable in any of these games. So there isn't a single. That might game. be my. That might be my suicide pool pick. If I was in a suicide pool, really? Yeah, that might there's be not a single game. Or maybe this one. About. Maybe this one. Monday night, Vikings Bears. Vikings are two, fair by two and a half. Oh yeah, and you like the Vikings, huh? Yeah. Without Dalvin Cook, without I Sam knew he was gonna say that. Callie said Tr- Christian Nakuye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why? Why not? The Vikings have already won a few with without um without Bradford, but now they now they don't have Dalvin Cook. They're relying on. Tavius Mary, they're, they're banged up. <laughs> Callie says pick up Walter Payton. <laughs> well done, Callie. All right, Throwing go. the throwback names. So what are you saying? You're saying the Bears cover? Two and a half? No, I'm just... I'm still going Minnesota, and I'm going to pick them to win. That was one of my suicide picks, and now I'm like, man, Dalvin Cook losing. Yeah. I, I, I'm just not comfortable in any of these fucking games. And it was a brutal week to pick. All right, so fan, you're weak. You're a week five fantasy sit start sits by Sean Shitty Selby. Now I, I, I'm doing all right. One one league I'm three and one. The other league I'm two and two. That's not too bad. No, I'm feeling all right. Feeling all right. Actually, actually, That's in five good. in five leagues. Uh, I think I'm like two and two in two leagues and three and one in the rest. Three leagues. Wow. So I'm doing all right. So my start of the week, again, we're not going to give you, you know, start Antonio Brown, start fucking, you know, Drew, Tom Brady. You know the, you know the no, story. You know the story by now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Jacoby Brissett against San Francisco. If he's just sitting around on the waiver wire and you need a quarterback, pick him up and start him this week. I think he's good for three touchdowns. All right, I like Brissett this week. Um, I think the Colts, yeah, uh, you know, San Francisco's been playing teams tough, but I think this is it for them. I think at home for the Colts, I think Brissett goes off. All right. 
Marshawn Lynch. And that's why I picked the Raiders. I think Marshawn Lynch is going to score two touchdowns. Two touchdowns this week against the Baltimore Ravens. I, I like Beast Mode. Yeah. Uh, they, they haven't had to rely on him much, but they are going to have to this week. No Derek Carr. Uh, Amari Cooper, of course, and Michael Crabtree. You know, more on that later. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be able to rely on those guys. If you were listening earlier, I said that I had a wild card against the Eagles, and I hate to say it. I really do. Fitzgerald? Jerron Brown. Jerron Brown. Brown. I think Jerron Brown's going to go deep. I think he's good for about 80. 80 and a touchdown. And like a 70-yard touchdown? Yeah. All right. Yeah, like three catches for like 85, but one's going to be like a 70-yard touchdown. He's a speedster, man. He's going to burn them. And uh, start Detroit Lions against the Carolina Panthers. The, the Detroit Lions have not scored less than 12 fantasy points in a game yet. That's impressive. For defense. Although, That's fucking awesome. Carolina's not all right. Newton, Newton's, uh, well, well, we'll get to Newton in, in, in a second here. Yeah. Newton's uh, might be, his, his, his mind might be on other things right now. Okay. Dak Prescott sit his ass against the Packers. The Packers are fourth in the league against the pass. No shit. And they've allowed the they've allowed the sixth fewest amount of fantasy points against the opposing quarterback. Um, so I would I would definitely sit Dak Prescott this week. That's I, interesting. I, yeah, I, I, I this could be a shootout game, but I don't think it's gonna be through the air. I think if Cowboys score a lot of points, it's, I think it's Ezekiel. Um, yeah, the Packers are somehow tough against the pass. Hmm. Okay. I know it's home, but yeah, sit Prescott. Joe Mixon is going against Buffalo. Buffalo's defense has been pretty fucking good, surprisingly. Joe uh, Mixon had one half decent game. That's it. Yeah, but he he was starting to become on the up and up. You know, he was he, he was had starting. A bad week last week, though. Yeah, I, I would I, I would stay away from him until you see otherwise. And the okay. same goes for the Raiders. Any re- receiver from the Oakland Raiders going against Baltimore. Until you can see that um, E.J. Manuel can can throw the ball again, uh, until you can see that E.J. Manuel can produce as a fantasy quarterback and and throw to these guys Crabtree and Cooper. Crabtree, by the way, who's who was questionable for a little while, I think he's playing. Cooper, who was hurt, also and he's he's limited practice. I think he's playing as well. Yeah, I would still. S- or, uh, Cooper's been a disappointment. Crabtree's done okay. Yeah, Cooper's tell me about it. I got Cooper in like two leagues, man. He's killing me. And then I would sit the Houston. Houston, uh, Texans defense against Kansas City. Alex Smith just doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, they're just yeah they're they protective. So that is your NFL and fantasy updates for Week Five of this week. So while you're uh, getting yourself prepped up and stuff, uh, the other news was the aforementioned Cam Newton. Yeah, dude. Cam Newton, um, you know, made some comment. There was. Uh, there's a reporter that asked him a question after the uh, after the game, just kind of talking about uh, Funchess and how he had a good game and this and that. And um, just asked, um, you know, what, what he thought of how, how the, you know, how he ran the routes and, you know, you know whether he was getting a uh, good rapport with him and everything. And the reporter happened to be a female. And um, Cam called her out on it, like, Damn, a female female talking about running routes and ooh. And then he kind of answered the question. Um, so 
And then afterwards, and this is probably what made it worse. Afterwards, he doubled down. The chick chased him down. Yeah, after the, after the press conference. After the press conference, he was like, yo, I didn't appreciate that. And he just kind of brushed her off and stuff. And he's like, and then she's like, I've been with this team for three years now. Do you even know who my name is? And he said no, and she walked away. <laughs> so, awesome. like, you know. He apologized today. Yeah, after he lost his spot to the daddy. Um, so. Fucking asshole. Yeah, it was it was a jackass thing to do. Foot and mouth. You, you know, unfortunately for the pro athletes, you got to be smarter. When you're a quarterback, when you're a high-profile quarterback, you literally have to watch every word you say. It, it, it's, it's a shame. You know, people shoot their mouths off. I stick my foot in my mouth. Christ, we do it all the time on the yeah. show. Yeah, we do. All but, the time. But we're not held, to, you know, we're not, there's not millions of dollars riding on every word we say. Nope. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I can even give them a little bit of an understanding. You just beat the Super Bowl champions. You have a high, like, you're on an emotional high. And you get asked some question, and you're feeling, you know, good, and you're, you're bouncing around and stuff like that. You get, you know, a deaf wound or whatever that, that fucking... Whatever you know, the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And you just kind of, you know, blurt out something that pops into your head. But you just can't do it. Yeah. I, I, it was a fucking absolute mistake. Miss Robin, uh, Tony Bruno's girl, came out against Mike Missinelli today. Miss Sinelli said some some shit that didn't fly well. Uh, you know, you're getting you're getting a, a nationwide response to this. It's because of this, because of what happened, dude. It's a fucking bad situation. Like you don't do that. You don't do that. There's enough women in the industry that you shouldn't have to even think twice about res- about responding to something like that. Well, you know what? And even more so. The other point of this is, especially in this day and age, where right. every especially single now. thing is under a microscope. Every single social media is just waiting for anything that they could twist and turn and do. And like, if you give anything like this, it's it's the world today is just bad. gonna fucking so bad. bury you. Yep. And there's going to be so much outrage, and people are going to be trying to one-up each other on how outraged they are. And, you know, quality's huge right now. It's so. fucked up, man. Well, yeah. And with I, another I, great song, one of my favorite lines, Tom Petty songs. It's good, it's good to be king just for a while. Have your own king. You know, have your own queen. It's not a sweet little queen that can't run away. What a great fucking song, man. Great song. Well, guys, uh, it's good to meet girls. That's what it is. A sweet it's good to meet girls. Yeah, they can't sweet run away. <laughs> yeah, sweet little queen that can't run away. Thank you guys for listening on Wildfire Radio and Corner Pop Sports. We're gonna leave you guys with some time, Petty, to close out the show. We haven't done this ever, but it's fitting. Yeah. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. You're a fucking legend. We'll be listening to uh, some Petty. Absolutely. For a little while yeah. afterwards. So. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, absolutely, and and. Uh, you know, enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your weekend. We will see you guys next Friday night. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. Penis.